You are listening to The Universal Family, a podcast about our love for Universal Orlando. This is episode 70 and we're wrapping up the RIP tour. And all HHN discussion. Finally. So bring on some guests. Time for the adventure. And this podcast to begin. Whoever could that be? Somebody's at the doorbell again. I wonder who. Come in. It's Zane. Welcome back from work. Yeah, Zane is, is back from me? work. Is that me first? Is it me? Yes, <laughs> it is you. Zane has been at work all day. He actually just got back. And it's so funny. He showed up with some new guests. Michelle and Kevin are with us. Hello. I found them on the hey, way hey. home. Hey, hey. <laughs> so you took Kevin- a big detour, apparently, because I'm in South Carolina and Kevin's in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I went on a little road trip after work. <laughs> okay, fun. Have you been doing anything fun this weekend? Played with a little my little eight-month-old niece, not by blood, niece by choice. <laughs> Those are often the best. <laughs> yes. Fictive kin is what that's called. I learned in sociology class. What's, What's it called? It called? Fictive kin. Fictive kin. Fictive kin. This is what you get when you go off to college. Knowledge. Fictive kin. I mean, that sounds like something that we need to implement in the producers club. Feels like what we all are. <laughs> I think we're all fictive kins. Kevin. Yes. Hello, Kevin. Hello, everyone. So good to see you guys. Everyone needs to take it easy on Kevin. He had a really rough football day yesterday. Oh, God. Damn. Their team was up 35 to 7 and lost in the fourth quarter. After being up thirty five to ten. Impossible. Yeah, don't ask me. Ask the coaching and players. You have to work really hard. In the fourth quarter it was thirty five to ten. I just would just like to specify that this all unraveled in one quarter. That's That's crazy. That is really, really bad. Were you there? I was there. Oh, Oh, that's the worst. But a third of the stadium wasn't because we went up 35 to seven. Yeah, Everyone that's true. We're done. Yeah, we got this. I'm like, all right, we won. And then, of course, when it matters, it's like, okay, no one's around to cheer on the team anymore. Try oh, to help them. So, yeah. That is such a gut forward. punch. Uh, Kevin's been on before. You guys all know Kevin. And you all know Michelle. But this, I believe, Michelle, you haven't been on the show before, right? No, I haven't. She Michelle's is Michelle time. of the unofficial the Universal family. Orlando podcast. And, and. And. Oh, and Russia Fear podcast, which I have listened to a few times this year. It's it's been pretty informative. It's it's fun to Good. live vicariously through your enthusiasm. Oh my goodness. We love it. We love it so much. So Russia Fear is a spin-off of UUOP because we love just talking about Halloween Horror Nights all year long, and we needed an outlet to do that, apparently, because not everybody wants to hear about Halloween Horror Nights all year long. Do you guys ever take a break? Like, I know some other Horror Nights podcasts go on, like, a three-month hiatus at some point. Do you, no. do you go all year round? No, we're all year la- round. We try to um, we try to drop an episode on the 13th of every month. Oh, cool. Clever. And then, of course, once announcements start coming in, we'll, you know, we'll do Ramp it up additional episodes Smart. as they as announcements come. Yeah. But so Halloween fun, fun. Horror Nights fans, definitely check out Russia Fear podcast. It is it is a fun time. And listeners sure know is. Michelle. Of course, I mean, they all know Michelle anyway. That's not my point. But uh, as far as our show goes, uh, we used to talk about Michelle a lot when we were doing our band trip planning because Michelle yeah, helped us a whole lot with that trip. Back in March of last year. Best trip ever. I was going to say that was the best trip of It was awesome. Life. Never, so ever to do again. 
Yeah, Aww. fun, yes, but not uh, says the Says the parents. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, no, like the kids were really good. I actually didn't even think about whether the kids were going to be well behaved or not until we got there. But just the that planning, I mean, that trip, finding all that money out of the blue, it was just crazy. Organizing every single kid, collecting money and earning money oh, yeah. and donating money. It was a lot. I'm sh- I'm sure. I'm sure. But it was great. I'm glad the kids had fun. And you guys did some type of behind the scenes something, right? Like a class or something? Or did you just perform in the parade? We just performed in the parade, but being back okay. there gave them like, just because they got to Yeah, it just allowed us to be backstage. Back awesome. where Halloween Horror Nights is and we didn't even know like that. Right. That's exactly where we were. Like right where the stroller got stolen, we were pretty much back there. Oh yeah, by that Last happened? of Us House. Yeah, the, we lined up. Uh, actually, where we lined up with the band was right in the uh, queue to Oddfellows. Exactly. Okay, that's cool. Yep. I, I was thinking on our last recording session, was there a um, house in the um, Grinch area where we saw the Grinch show? So that's there's the, three houses. Wait, one, two. That's the Blue Man Group theater yeah but he just means oh like, they don't do them there no but more closely is um remember when we did that little minions preview viewing yeah those sound stages back there is where yeti stranger things, stranger things dragons, dragons. oh really yeah i thought i thought those sound stages where they did like the makeup and stuff that's cool though yeah that's you got the location that's a close. lot yeah there's well, a lot in that one little spot i mean and they also, cram them in there speaking of being back there in the r.i.p tour um it was really, we saw, there was this one really cool part where we saw the makeup area. It was like a whole mm-hmm. outdoor setup with, you know, places to sit, makeup artists, places to wash your makeup off. And there would be characters there just like getting, getting ready. Up. That's cool. That's yeah, really like cool. like half a Yeti. You know, he's like bottom <laughs> half Yeti, top half human. Yeah. <laughs> drinking a, a drinking a Coke. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> So all these guys are on the tour with us. Kevin, you were the last addition to the tour through your contest. That was very exciting for all of us. Yeah. How did you win the contest, Kevin? What did you do? Uh, well, it was a Portkey Vacations contest. Um, all the agents had a little friendly competition to see who could <laughs> uh, post the most on social media and also sell the most um, vacations and uh, namely Universal Vacations. So there was a whole point system put together for it. And um, yeah, I got to got to come out on top and, and do the tour. And it was really, really awesome. Yeah, he he won it by a landslide, actually, with all of his posts Woo-hoo. and interactions there. I don't know if everyone knows, I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show before, but Kevin travels a lot. Like, there's never a time that I don't text Kevin and he's not planning some trip somewhere around the world. It's pretty funny. But he's always at Universal somehow. Every time we're there, he's always there. It's amazing. It's like magic. Did you say Holland? Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. I'm going to the the HHN Hollywood and Not Scary Farm next month. First time. Or this month. It's October. Yeah. Isn't there a Five Nights at Freddy's house at the the Hollywood one? It's not Uh, a house, is it? I think there's like a display, Uh, like an exhibit kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get a house for Five Nights next year. I heard, actually, rumor. so funny. I have to go to that one. I won't out this person. It's actually not much of a rumor. It was kind of a fact. Uh, I was told by a reliable source at Universal uh, that a Five Nights of Freddy exhibit would be coming to Orlando before the end of this whole run. 
Oh, before Ooh. this? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Like some kind of photo op. Actually, I'll just say it. It was Rich. Rich oh. told us on our RIP tour. <laughs> he said, okay. He said before the end of October, they are expected to have a Five Nights at Freddy photo op area uh, somewhere in the park. At a hotel or? Okay. No, he, make, he thought that it was going to end up being around the Peacock area is what he thought. Oh, But cool. he wasn't sure. Bleep it. Well, he's a pretty reliable source. And I mean, if he says it, it's us- it's it's pretty sure. And he doesn't say things he's not supposed to, so... Yeah, yeah, I would think so. He wouldn't do that. So both of you are on the RIP tour with all of us. I don't know if we've ever mentioned everyone on the tour. It was us. Yeah, me and Brian. The Malabies. Yeah, Tracy and Lee. Michelle and your niece, is that correct? Yep, Michaela. 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 Mm-hmm. And then Kevin. Uh, and then the Griswolds. And Joni Jillian and David. And Joni, right. Joni and David and then Jillian. Is, I think that's everyone. Well, Chris, uh, Chris and, and, Alexa. and Alexa. Chris and Alexa. Duh. So, um, as the night went on, I, we had a great time. I hope everyone, it was all of you, so did too. good. And Michelle, you've been on like like five more since then this year. Is that right? <laughs> no, like I feel like just... every time I turn around, you're in another RIP tour. <laughs> no, I just did one, one more. So I did a behind the screams tour. Oh, during the weekend that. that we were there. Yeah, I did a behind the screams of three house, and then I was there about a week and a half ago. Uh, with a client who was nice enough to invite me and a couple of my other podcast hosts to join them on their private RIP tour. So so anyone who doesn't know the Behind the Screams tour, is you get to go in, you said you did the three house option? I did. So um, Darkest Deal, Oddfellow, and... Last of Us. Last of Us, yep. And that means you got to go in with the lights on, without the house going on, and like see how it all works. And Kevin got to go too because that was something we did with my agency. Oh, you were both yep. on that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that your first one, Kevin, or have have you uh, done them before? No, that was my first one. Yeah, I had never done it before. Um, I mean, it was super cool, super informative. I learned a lot. Did you do them um, actually, after? Did you see the behind the scenes after you'd already done them, or before you'd done any of them? Thankfully, after okay. I would not recommend doing That's it what I before, wondered. unless, as I've heard Michelle say, though, I unless you're actually really scared and you don't know what to expect, it, it might give you kind of a, um, you know, a warning, a pre-warning of what you know what you're going to see, and maybe you'll be less scared that way. But personally, for me, I would only do it after because I don't want the actual scare spoiled. Um, so I think next year I'll you know I'll wait even just a little longer, just you know, to make sure that. I really know where everything is before I do it, but it was super fun. Um, I learned how they do a few of the scares that I, I've never actually, um, I guess, paid enough attention to. Well, give us an um, example. This is exciting. Um, yeah. So, and I don't, you guys might already know this, but last year, the Legends Collide House had a pretty ridiculous thing happen to me where, I mean, I'm just walking down the hallway and then. One minute, there's no one in front of me, and the next second, there's Dracula in front of my face. And I had no idea how he got there. It was like he just <laughs> teleported in front of me, and he was just full body right there. And I still didn't even know how that worked. I mean, I heard people talking about, oh, the mirror, the Dracula, the mirror. And I was like, I don't know. What mirror? What mirror are you talking about? But, um, I mean, there actually was a mirror there that I couldn't even see because however it reflects, it literally looks like it's not even a mirror. And then, yeah, and it made him look like he's farther away than he really is. Well, that's cool. So I didn't even see him before that, but I, I, I guess maybe it just depends on where you're looking and the angle. Right. Because um, to me, it was like he was just hiding 
behind something I couldn't see. And then all of a sudden, like he, there was just space that didn't exist to him. And he was <laughs> right. And it's the same scare that they use in last of us house this year for one of the bloaters. So the bloater that comes out on the right side, Mm-hmm. As you're coming down the, the after hallway, Ellie like shoots at them or something. Uh, yes. So as you're coming down the hallway, you look over kind of ahead of you to the right, and it looks like there's. It doesn't even look real. Like like it looks like far away. There's a bloater ripping off somebody's head, and so you think that he's like ahead of you, but then as you pass by, all of a sudden he jumps out right next to you. Wow. So he's really behind like a wall right next to you and all you're seeing is the reflection the reflection of it mm-hmm. and then when cool. you're right next to him he jumps out yeah wow i love that that's crazy yeah so i had actually not done um odd, uh, odd fellows or darkest deal when i went through the behind the screams tour and it didn't affect my run through at all i guess i don't think it would me either because i mean once you're in it even if you knew where things are going to come there's so much going on that you're going to be thrown off no matter what, I would think. I would just I would just worry about spoiling like the details that I would catch, like not actually being scared, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Like for me, the most important thing in the house is the scares. So I just don't want any of that spoiled. But I absolutely would do one after I go through the houses at least once. Yeah. So that's it's just personal preference. Like exactly. if you're a scared person, you might want to do it before. But I would it's only so do it different after. though. It's so different though, daytime and nighttime. Like it looks like a totally different thing. So even though, like for instance, Darkest Deal, I went through it first on the behind the screams. It didn't. Like I did not remember where all the scares were because you don't really in the behind the screams you don't really talk so much about like spoilers. You don't talk like she's not going through and pointing out like here's a boot hole, here's a boot hole, right. you know, here's what's going to happen. It's not all that. They're pointing out a lot of details of things that you wouldn't normally notice because you're going through it in the dark and you are getting scared. Um, is, is that like how like you were talking about on during our RIP tour, like all the hidden frogs? Is that what it was throughout? Yeah, the houses? yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's a small, like, hidden frog. They don't all look alike, but there's a hidden frog in every single one of the houses. I think <laughs> one of them actually has three. Um, but there's, like, all these little details like that that the creators put in these houses for those of us who are complete HHN freaks who go through these houses many, many times throughout the season. Um, and it's just fun to kind of delve that deep into the creative side of these houses. That's really cool. So Darkest Deal was one of them. Uh, Kevin, am I right in that Darkest Deal was low on your hype list before or not? Uh, not exactly. I think I had it at number six. Okay, that's not um, too low. So I, was, I was still pretty excited about it. How did that turn out after you experienced Darkest Deal? Did it stay there um, or did it exceed expectations? Uh, no, it way exceeded my expectations. I think after the first run, it was at number four out of 10 but it's been at number one ever since the second night what wow it's oh, your yeah. favorite oh yeah i knew it was oh, high yeah. on his no. list i didn't know it was that high number one wow i just love this house i love everything about it scare actors in there are like the best i've never i've never had a house where i just felt like every scare actor was just going after you and and in creative ways too like they're not always doing the same thing they all have their own little take on on how they are going to scare you. 
um, maybe last year's Legends Collide House was was the only one that was kind of like that. But but yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about this house. I don't know how, how much no, you guys I, want me to say. We, we love this house too. Um, we did have one complaint about it, and I don't want to go on too much, but Tan and I kind of agreed with, had pointed out that I felt that the monsters, if you will, at the end of the house didn't seem to be thematically appropriate as they could have been like i feel like they could have thematically made those monsters look more like something yeah. relevant to the story but other than that i absolutely love this house yeah what i don't know are you talking about the the hell scene at the end yeah 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 the, yeah, the stage scenes where it's not the devil and him i i feel like the kind of more background scare actors are just I, I mean probably their scares were really good but like from a video i just like there would be like a zombie in this in the stage and i'd be like why is there like a zombie here that doesn't i, I don't know it just threw me off yeah I, I i hear what you're saying and i agree with that i i guess in my mind i almost i'm almost thinking of it though from like a if i was him on stage and he's performing and then it's oh, almost nice. like there's a there's a scene where every where the people in the audience kind of like morph into you know these scary things right because yeah. so it's like his nightmare going. unfolding in front of him kind of thing yeah yeah Definitely. i can see that uh, remind and, me this the the monsters at the end of this one I'm, I'm getting them confused in my head whether it's this one or odd fellows <laughs> what are the what do the monsters at the end look like i just saw ghouls zombies like i there might have been like I don't know. It was just like generic monsters. This so isn't the one key. where they're the where they are the um, zodiac symbols, right? Like monsters. No, no, So in the hell scene, there's like a ghoul guy on your left that's yep. really good at popping out in front of your face. Like yep. he'll stop you in your tracks. And then there's a minotaur. I think it's a minotaur or some weird animal that comes out and there's yeah, another, that was the other thing i was gonna say werewolf but i was like that's too that's no, too different there's but. another mirror there that got me pretty darn good even recently and then there's <laughs> a, one final devil that's big um and he even got me like a few times plus i had a pretty good interaction with him on our rip tour that i should talk i guess i'll, I'll use this to, to go through the two crazy things that happened to me on the rip tour um, the first time we go through, uh, I turned around to look backwards at the contract yeah. that was being signed yeah, at that. the very beginning right? because it, cause it glows and it's super cool. So I turned around for a good five seconds just to watch it. And then I turned back around and the first devil guy that's in the corn had come completely out of his corn hiding spot <laughs> to stand right in front oh, of me gosh. so that I, as soon as I turn around, he's in my face. Oh, that's great. <laughs> And I jumped off the ground, like, <laughs> off the ground, and ran to the next room and ran straight into Brian, which was great. Um, I that. It's like on a Scooby Doo. It was like, <laughs> what is it, Velma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess for some reason I was behind you um, for both of these runs, probably because we did them back to back, which makes it much scarier, by the way. You did it back and to front. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, exactly. where's your where's your badum ching? Sound? Oh yeah, that needed that. You're right. It's just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, where's your? That's what she said. Does that's that make sense? <laughs> okay. Tracy confirms that it makes I'm sense. Seeing you press the button for that. Um, yeah. So the second time we got stopped for like what a full minute or two, right? Yeah, it was like a long time. Stuck. 
Yeah. We're stuck at the very end of the house, too. So I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, I remember that. stuck in houses. We did. I think yeah. it was because there was a character changeover. Yeah. And they you were just keep getting from- scared over and over again? No, they <laughs> just pause and you're just like kind of standing there and Except waiting. For where That's we got cringe. paused, the devil was at Kevin and he just wanted out of it so bad. <laughs> it was just Kevin <laughs> and the devil face to face. I was just pushing Brian, trying to make him move, and he wouldn't move. So I finally turned back around one more time, hoping that the devil's gone. But of course he's not. His, he's right there in my face. Like, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, so funny. <laughs> That's great. That was really yeah. good. So you guys, we we mentioned doing the houses back to back. I feel, I, I've thought about this after we've left and talked about it with some other people. I feel that that's almost a disadvantage. Like I almost, like I feel that not doing it back to back would have changed it up enough to where it wasn't the same thing so much each time. Does that make sense? Michelle, like when you've done your other RIPs, do you normally do back to back or do you like mix it up a little bit more? Um, I've done it both ways. Um, the I mean, if obviously the plus side doing back to back is it's less walking. Yeah, lots. Um, the first time that we did an RIP back in 2019, we did two laps, and literally we were crawling back to the water taxis at the end <laughs> of the night. Um, so I mean, it's kind of it's kind of nice to just do them while you're back there, especially if there's like a cluster of them. So. Um, back where monsters was and last of us and there's a couple more like you can kind of mix those up yeah you know not necessarily doing back to back um but i get what you're saying because you might have a cast change or something if you have if you space out the time because we saw some i get that i mean there was some houses that we did that had very drastic cast changes that were not necessarily to the good like if we did them on one night there was some casting things that changed on another night that we preferred them way better on the night before kind of stuff I'm just curious how much that changes over. What I would do is if I had like if I were making the, the decisions for an RIP tour, if we had a really good run once, I would just want to do it again. Be because that good, it again. good. And because the quicker that you do houses, like if you're doing them back to back, you're if you got scared a few times, your heart rate's probably already up, which means that that second run, you're already on edge. You're going to be scared even more. And if you like that, like I do, it, it, everything just kind of snowballs and it makes it more fun. Yeah. I kind of like what Michelle was saying about the the pods of them. Like if you think about, you know, you pretty much have two main areas of houses. You have all the houses in the back of the park with MIB area and then all the houses at the front of the park uh, in the sound stages. And it seems like if you got into one of those, mixing those up would make sense because, like you said, you're not walking as much and you could do dragons and then immediately do stranger things. Yeah. And then and then just point. repeat them in a different order. It'd be kind of neat. So you can do That's one multiple idea. times on an RIP tour? We didn't, dude, you can we didn't do, do as many as you wanted. That's awesome. Yeah, you can do one house over and over over again all night long if you wanted to. And literally, <laughs> no. that's what we did. When we came out of a house, they would literally, we would come out the exit. Rich would already be holding the people to let us in again. And we would literally just line up and start the house awesome. all over again. Because the exit is right where yeah. that sign is always. But right. we were on a private RIP tour. If you're on a public one, you just bought your own ticket and you're with strangers then you're supposed yeah. to only do each house once, which I figure they're probably, only once. they only do, they do it that way, right? Yeah, it's just once. And it's, I think the tours are only like four hours or so. Oh, wow. So they do each house just once. And the guide will ask your group a, ahead of time, like, okay, what's the plan for tonight? Does anybody have any input? But ultimately the guide is the one that decides what the tour is going to be like when it's a non-private. However, when it's a private, we do, you do whatever you want to do. It's it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Private is more personal. By far, yeah, because you're a team, you're a group yeah. that can agree on something, and if you're not, then 
you know, you can't. I would do what you said, like go to an area with houses and mix those up and then go to the next area. Yeah, I think that'd be Instead of like mixing them all up, you know, because that is a lot of walking. It is too much walking. Now, one plus side to doing a back-to-back that we had a lot of fun with, especially on this last tour that we did, um, and especially if you're with people that are locals who have friends that might be scare actors, um, it is fun to go through. We went through, oh, which one was it? Blood Moon. It was Blood Moon. And one of Kenneth's friends was a scare actor in that set. So we went through that house multiple times. And when we got to him, he like really hammed it up for us a lot. And it was a lot of fun. And then even if you don't know the scare actors, but you know, like certain scenes that you really like again in blood moon, when there's the the person up at the top at the bell tower, um, we would go through that house and we would cheer that person on and That's he or fun. she would really like ham it up up there. That's cool. And then we would come right back around and they would see us ahead of time and like already start interacting with us <laughs> and we would cheer back for them. So it becomes like really interactive because they see you. Yeah, you know, that would be, they see you that often. would be the fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So where did Darkest Deal, how, how, what did you feel about that one, Michelle? I feel like I'm going to get beat up for this, but it was not one of my favorites. Interesting. Like it's it's in the, the bottom three for me. Wow. That's really low. And was I don't just know like the, exactly the story why. Or the look or just not the scare that you like or what? Uh, the story didn't 100% translate well for me. Like I, so if I didn't know the story ahead of time, I don't know that I would have understood what was going on. Um, but like the, this whole idea of him selling his soul for fame, like I know that that would be really a really hard concept to pull off in a haunted house. Like how are you showing that this person has a huge audience behind him and he's finally famous? So like the scenes where he's on the stage and supposedly like famous, I don't, it didn't feel any different than when he wasn't famous. Yeah. That so was like all... the storyline just didn't translate for me in the house setting. I, I realized they did that all with like audio cues. Like I remember thinking one of the times we went through that there's like a lot more like pumped in uh, like crowd applause and such to like, I guess make yeah. you think that he must be more famous now or something. It's kind of weird. Well, it just felt like there should have been like a should have been a bigger room, that room where he's on the stage and the devil is the it's not called the devil. What's his name? The collector collector. is sucking his soul. That room felt like it needed to be bigger. Like, do you remember you guys didn't go the Coopers, but Kevin last year on um, the weekend house, there was a scene in there where they were on, there was a stage and they were singing and dancing and there were a pretty good amount of scare actors in there. And you could really feel like they, like you were in a concert so I felt like yeah. that room needed to be bigger and there needed to be more scare actors in there. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that too. I, I'm kind of just thinking maybe I, being I, a tent house. It was, have- it was smallish in there, but I felt, I felt like we weren't supposed to be in like a big concert hall. I felt, I still felt like even though he was famous, he was still, Local I mean, we famous. were in a small, we were in a bar basically. He's seeing him. Right. He's not and Taylor I feel Swift like that's a really he's not Taylor Swift. He, not he not doing got arenas. A really, he got a really bad deal. Yeah, if, yeah. You always if do. He Michelle, sold, hello. If he sold, he sold his soul to be able to perform on stage in a bar. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I was just looking up our rankings just to remember. We actually have this one at number seven. Oh, the the Universal Family, oh, the family combined, combined ranking. Because Zine didn't do this one, I don't think. Yeah, no, I didn't. Right. This is one of the ones I'm not sad about, though. 
The only two I'm sad. Wait, I only didn't do three. The only one I'm sad about then is Blood Moon. Yeah, you should be sad. The only oh. no, I didn't do four. Blood, Blood Moon, Moon and is Monsters. so good. So so good. I could. I so it's like the best one. Yeah, I, I really I could go on about it for way too long. <laughs> I love it. In I really Darkest miss Four Nights. Deal, I wish we could go again this year. Yeah, I mean it's good. And Darkest Deal, I love. I love the signature part, like the very beginning. That's really cool. I love the soul sucking scene, like part. with. Like that whole technology that they're using with the with Bluetooth the, technology yeah. is really cool, um, and then I liked I liked the piano scare, <laughs> that was fun, mm-hmm. and I liked once we were in hell. Once we were in hell, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> For me, I think I mean, if you look at my rankings, apart from Dueling Dragons, my number one criteria is the scares, and then aesthetics are like. A pretty distant second they matter but i i'm all about the scares and for me this house just hit so really good yeah so you mentioned dueling dragons let's chat about that uh i think that was high on kevin's hype list were you excited about that one michelle going in or no oh yeah yeah it was number one on my hype list oh nice uh even even above stranger things and i'm a stranger things fanatic i i'm going to i mean i it didn't disappoint on our end did you guys were you guys satisfied and excited for it once you actually went through it yeah, I mean, I, I had it at number two. It probably stayed number two for at least a week until I just started, you know, not being scared at all in there, which really I was never very scared in there. But no, I didn't find I don't it know. scary. That's just like for me, Dueling Dragons, I don't know how you could ever really beat those sets and those special effects yes. and the nostalgia in there. Just, oh. <laughs> I've had more fun rewatching that on YouTube since we came back. It's actually the only one I've watched multiple times. Uh, I, I feel I will watch Blood Moon eventually because but I, I feel the scares in that are so good. I I don't feel that I can like really relive it by watching a video. But for the dragons, I really think I, you can really relive that by watching it because so much of it for me, at least, was like you were saying, just the nostalgia of seeing the Enchanted Oak and seeing the book and like seeing the dragons outside, like in that one room that reminds you as you're getting to the catacombs. Like there's so much that you can just watch the video and relive that I really like seeing it all again. I was jumping up and down when I saw the Enchanted Oak for the first time. You were. I remember that. That is so cool. The Enchanted Oak was very cool to see. For But for me, the rest of Dueling Dragons, I don't have any nostalgia about it, just the oak, because I never rode the ride or went. I think I might go, have gone through the line with Brian one time, because he Probably. just told me this line is so great, you got to go through it. Um, But I really liked that one. But again, like the... The red guys versus the blue guys was just never very scary. I never felt like they they were wanted to get me. They wanted to get each other. <laughs> the red guys yeah. versus the blue guys. <laughs> oh, Laura, you're so cute. <laughs> Blizz, Blizzrock oh, yeah, and they have some really bad names. other rock. Pi Rock. Pi Rock, of course. They've gotten a little better at scaring people. Just wanted, like, oh, have they? they? They're... Yeah, the last time I went through it, they were hiding more and popping out in a way that actually does scare you more. So I think, I mean, they make adjustments, right? So. I really like being, I, I, I enjoyed that that house didn't have those jump scares and you really just felt like you're in the middle of a an epic battle of some sort. I really yes. enjoyed that. That's what I was going to say. I love this house, not for the scares. I mean, I they did give me some jump scares for sure, um, but this house is just so beautiful. The sets are so freaking cool. And the technology throughout mm-hmm. the house is 
awesome. I mean, that, so the, the book lighting up, all of the, almost, almost all of the scare actors are lit up somehow. Yeah, they have like, it's, like ice growing on their chests or fire yeah, burning on their stomachs. Yeah. Like, it's really And the way cool. they glow is yeah. so cool. Um, and the way like their costumes, especially in the beginning are really flowy. So like when they reach out at you, their costumes brush across your face and you're like, wait, you're not supposed to touch me, but technically they didn't. Um, and then that scene where you're walking between them. Yeah, and that's Blizzrock the is on part. one side, Pyrox yeah. on one side, and they're fighting back and forth with that Bluetooth technology. Yep. That oh is scary. My God. That was really, really, really cool. So freaking good. So good. I think I think it's funny that we all talk about this house and we talk about the things that you just mentioned. And then that stuff is also good. We never talk about these awesome huge dragons that were constructed also for the house. But like yeah. in any other normal house, that would have been like the big thing to talk about. But there's so much really cool tech going on in this one. Like the big dragons become secondary somehow. It's amazing. Well, it's cool too to see if you know the storyline ahead of time, you see the Blizzrock and Pyrock as wizards at first, you know, you see them slowly, slowly transforming evolve, yep. Yep. into the dragons. Um, so their costumes get more and more creature like mm-hmm. as the house goes on, which is very cool. And then you enter that room and there's the big dragons up top blowing smoke on you. And then you get to choose thy fate, which is such a cool concept in a house. I know. Um, that, that was my works, favorite. Yeah, it works so great. And you, no matter how often you go through the house, whether it's back to back or not, you really don't know what you're going to get. And it's cool. Love it. I Me love too. going through. The one you're by yourself, like, cause I always just pick whichever one, um, the person in front of me didn't go to just so that I can have no one in front of me. And Smart. then I have a much better chance of getting scared. And, and I just love walking through a house by myself. Yep. Yes. If it's just like one twentieth of the house. Yep. It's so true. Yep. I did the same thing when I was on my last tour, everybody was going left I was like, all right, I'm going to go right. So Fire I literally, there was nobody in there with me at all. Um, it was really cool. I'm so glad you mentioned costume changing too, because I, uh, in all my runs, I haven't noticed it, but now I'm thinking about it and, and it's true. Like they get the spikes and everything. Yeah, yeah. the spikes get bigger. Their faces get a lot more like what is going on here by right before you get to the dragons. Yep. Yeah, really cool. Are you going back, Kevin, in October or no? I'm going back in about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky dog. What a jerk. Michelle, are you going back in October? No. I will be there uh, Saturday. Well, I get back to Universal Saturday. I'll be in the park in HHN on Sunday. Very cool. What about scare zones? Did any, I mean, I'm going to guess that we all would agree that Pam 69 was the best scare zone. Does anyone disagree with that? I disagree. Oh, interesting. All right, let's say, hear Brian, it. That's not I'm how just you curious. ask somebody's opinion. <laughs> well, I just wanted to wipe. I'm not going to give like, you your opinion and no, no, no. ask if you agree with it. Wasn't it wasn't that. Anyway, right. so wait, what What would you? What was your favorite, Michelle? Um, I'm not a huge fan of any of the scare zones this year, but I think if I had to pick, it would either be, it would either be Dark Zodiac because the creatures in there are really cool or um, the jungle. The jungle is my least. Wow, you yeah, liked the, the jungle. jungle. Is boring. 
Oh, I like they the needed more in there. Like I literally didn't get scared once in there. No one came up to me the I think entire time. I we talked about this earlier with the Malabies and Zine was at work when we had this conversation. But we had a really bad. It wasn't. I mean, it just it was a nothing experience for us in the jungle because it was so crowded. We were literally just like front to back with a mob of people, kind of just being okay. pushed through that area. So there was no way to have any interactivity or scare actors at all. Like it was literally just walking through the area. It was very weird. Yeah, I've been through it. Um, many times and um, many times without a crowd and they pump so much fog in there that sometimes you have to just stop walking because you don't know you what you're running into. Yeah. No, well, yeah. stop. My friend stopped in front of me and I ran into her because I didn't know she was going to stop. Yeah, it's so dark. Like, it's Man. so much fog. Um, I really enjoy and, the fog in the scare zones. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's Vamp fun when you're just, walking and, and there's somebody coming at you and and I don't even mean a scare actor, just like even a person. And like you're almost you almost run into each other because you didn't see each other at all. It's very cool. I like trying to scare my friends when I, when we're in the fog like that. Whenever <laughs> I see it coming, I just think, all right, how am I going to surprise them through the fog? It's fun. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. But I could see where you guys haven't this being your first time going to HHN. How that scares them would probably be your favorite, but. I've been through all of the vamp now and hmm. vamp 55 was the best. Um, I'm kind of over the vamp, the vamp. Yeah. We have no, yeah, we have no oh, context. I didn't know there was multiple. Yeah. They've done different genre. Different then I eras. understand why that's not your favorite. Yeah, I get that completely. My thing about it, I just love the story. Like the, the idea that it was such a long scare zone and there was so much going on that even if you were just walking through, you really did get the story of what was happening, which I thought was really cool. See, with the scare actors being just normal people dressed up in um, tie-dye, <laughs> it was kind of hard to tell who was a scare actor and who wasn't Yeah, a lot of times. And it just didn't translate well until, like, I don't know, until you See, really saw, like, bloody vampires. But Someone I, spits in front of you. I love that yeah. you say that about that, that they were just people dressed up. Because I think that's part of why I loved that Me one. Too. Because they were all people. I mean, some of them were vampires, but those are still people. So it wasn't like so far fetched. Like when you see something that is like of another world or a literal monster, it's like, yeah, it's a monster. Okay. But like all these people that are like freaking out and bleeding and running and. Yeah, I felt like we were part of the music festival at that point. Like I felt like I was just another member of the crowd and some unlucky people in the crowd have been attacked by vampires and it could be me next. Yeah, like you're not bloody yet, but you probably will be by the time you get out. That was really well. The soundtrack was awesome too. I oh, mean, yeah. standing around singing "Sweet Caroline" with you was quite Eat memorable. Shit pit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, especially doing that with you guys because that's when I got introduced to that. <laughs> Sweet Well, this was really fun. So just to wrap up a couple of little questions here at the end, uh, RIP tour as a whole, taking price out of it, is it worth it? Like, Michelle, you've done a couple. Kevin, how many have you been on more than one? Was this your first one? No, yeah, this was my only one I've done. Okay. And I mean, well, if you're going to take price out of yeah, it. Yeah, what do you absolutely. mean take price out of it? That's well, what this no, question's all about, right? right? So for the price we paid this year, let's say, was it worth it? I mean, I even if I, like, I think paying what is it? Three, $400 or so. If you're going to come from out of town, you're going to have the best experience of your life doing this. If you're, if you're local, I mean, it's still really, really fun. Um, you know, the, there's a, 
better argument there for, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go a lot and, and experience it a lot? Or do you want to do one really, really awesome night? But I mean, man, the RIP tour is so cool. I didn't even notice the crowds the entire night. No, like you're, no, not you at don't all. even, you don't even think about not it. Even, they're not, is it your problem? Because it doesn't not, matter. Right. Yeah. They're not our problem. That's right. Uh-uh. Yeah. Michelle, you it think they're worth it? It does not affect us. Obviously I do. I've been going on them every year now since 2019. Um, would I pay for a private tour just for me and my family where I had to foot the bill all myself? <laughs> no. Um, but as long as I can get a group of 10 people together and we split the cost, 100% yes. Yeah, I think that's definitely the way to do it. I think it's worth it. I didn't go on it, but I understand that it's worth it. I would definitely rather just like hop in line and get in. Because that's the only part about houses I don't like is the lines. Because they're so much different than ride lines. But Kevin's right. If I if I lived there, I would definitely just want to go like a bunch oh, of times. Oh yeah, absolutely. Multiple Often. times. I would just, just buy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the Tim Tracker does like two at a time and just like tries new food. And I was like, dang, that that'd be really yeah, cool I think just to like check life, in and like try something new. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's something that locals should not consider. I mean, it's all, you know, what's in your budget and what's, you know, how do you want to experience it? But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think especially for out-of-towners, it's, it's just like you can't get better than it, really. Well, and it's, it's not just the exclusivity and the being able to skip lines either. It's the knowledge, like our guide, Rich. Yeah. You know, he he sets up every scare zone and sets up every house before we go in and tells us, you know, stories about, you know, here's what you're going to see. And he tells us little Easter eggs and things like that. So if you love the event, you're going to get more out of this tour other than just the ability to skip the lines. Was Rich your guide on your other tour also, Michelle? Yeah, he was. I'm really just curious if anybody else is as good as he is at setting those up because I feel he was abnormally good at that like, i mean but that's their job they have to everyone has to do it in some way yeah i'm sure he's better at it though he was really good at selling the houses and scare zones beforehand i've been with three other tour guides and they were they were awesome too um a couple of years ago but rich is still my favorite and i think it also helps when the tour guide knows you guys somewhat because he knows that you guys are there in part for the story and I'm exactly. sure that there are some groups that would be like, "Oh my gosh, uh, why isn't he? Why is he still telling us the story? We would just want to go in." Right. Yeah, but you know, like we're true. people that are very excited about it. So my follow-up question is: At what point are we priced out of wanting to do this anymore? Like this year, ours was around the thirty-eight hundred. It was three, yeah. Area, right? If it gets up to five thousand, if it gets up to forty-five hundred, even for a private for a private RIP tour, tour, are we still down to do it at that price? I think that around the $500 mark, it would be hard for me to invest. Yeah. 500 each, which is the $5,000 mark, right? Yeah. For, yeah. Unless they added some type of other value to it, which I don't know what else they could add. Not at this point. I can't imagine. Other than, okay, I can't think of two things, actually. So I didn't like, I'm not a big fan of the fact that Cafe La Bamba, which is where they have the food and everything, <clears throat> especially for the tours. I don't like that that closes at 10 because I'm really hungry oh, yeah, again good, around very midnight. Very good point. <laughs> I don't think anything so I, should be closing ever. Wait, are you talking about for horror do, nights? Like during horror nights, it closes. Yeah, it did. Our That's food weird. area. Yeah. yeah, our food area. So you could go in and you could get like little cookies, like dessert and sodas and water, which was fine. But like I, that's when I really want the food. So I'd rather have like a second place. You know, when we went over to Lombard's. Yeah, that and, should be another eating area. If you're paying that much money, I would that love for them to have food. Night. Yeah, they definitely should. Yeah, because Lombard's was empty almost every time we were in there. 
Exactly. And the second thing I would love is to be able to have the privilege to skip food lines too. Oh, yes. I asked that early on before we went. Um, I think I asked Lee or someone in our group text. I thought, can we skip lines for food booths? Because that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Yes. I think that those two things, adding that value, I would pay more for that ability. Some free adult beverages they might would work, yeah. too. A couple of beverage token tickets yeah. would probably also Yeah, not, not unlimited, not be but like one at every bar or something like that would be pretty great. Or just having an upcharge. Like, you can add unlimited alcohol, although I don't think they would give you unlimited. No, never unlimited. Not unlimited. Of the event. <laughs> yeah, let's not do but, that. Yeah, but like they did for the um, food tasting thing, where you could pay for it with including alcohol or without alcohol. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would pay for an upcharge to be able to have you know, three or four drinks. Included. Yeah, that's a good model. I like the fact that in the discussion of when the prices go up, what do we do? We've really turned it into, you can raise the prices. Just here's some things to give us that'll make us a little more comfortable with it and we'll still do it. Yeah. I think that's a very yeah. good point. Amen. Amen. Yeah. They're going to raise the prices gonna raise anyway. if you're going to raise price, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. at some point you're pricing yourself out unless yeah. they make it better. Do it to us gently so we can take it a little better. That's what she said. You planned that. Your finger was already on the button. <laughs> that was Michael Scott of you. Yeah. Shut your face. So I guess the boys need to start saving their pennies so that they yeah, can I don't go know. on yeah. next year, huh? That's yeah. what it comes down to. Like buying four tickets for an RIP tour, I just don't even know. Two is too many. My children... My children have not been on one, FYI. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with not going on it. I just, yeah, I, I would. No, no, I no. Next year, we're all going for sure. No, we're, we're, we are doing all, it. We're all for it. Because we year. are of the thought that we want to do it one night, one night only, yep. do everything, and then enjoy the parks in the daytime like yep. regular people. Okay. That's a good plan. That's how, that's how we're going to roll. <laughs> I'm down. I'm sure you are. Oh, someone's at the doorbell. All right, good people. We have to go check our door and see who else is here. Thanks for joining us. It's been really, really, really fun. Yeah, thanks a lot, yeah. guys. Have fun tonight, Kevin. Thanks. In the fog. Yep. So lucky. So jelly. Hey, we'll talk later. Bye. I'm jealous every time him and Madeline are on talking about, like, just about to go after this. Like, come in. Here we go. Hey, look who it is. All right. Chris and Alexa, Alexa are here. Alexa and Chris. Hey. Hey, What's hey. Up? I love this doorbell thing. <laughs> Zine loves our doorbell. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. <laughs> uh, how have you guys been? Pretty good. Good. Uh, missing missing Horror Nights, but Me too. Good. Missing it. I'll say bullshit. Been? I've seen you guys down there like constantly since we left. I'm not even sure you actually left yeah, the resort property. blocked out now. Without seeing Alexa <laughs> yeah. in her office, I would probably think you're lying and you're still sitting on site somewhere. We're at Cabana Bay right now. <laughs> Look, you kind of made us stay an extra oh, day even. because you're like, well, I have dinner reservations. I'm like, fine, we'll stay. Yeah, right. Uh, I, tw on. I twisted That's your arm really true. hard. I, like, I did not twist <laughs> that arm that hard. I think you stayed a day after that even. Yeah, I think so too. When we left. Yeah, after we, we left, it's you possible. stayed. <laughs> it's possible. We spent the all night. I, all I remember, I remember telling Lee, I'm like, oh, um, can you see if uh, Brian can add like two more people? And then his response was, 
or what you said to Lee was, I already added them. I knew yeah, they were, were already there. I added them. I added you to the same day I made the reservation. We did the head count, and he, he, he said, they'll be leaving. I'm like, happen. there's no way they leave. So I added the two because I knew there was no yeah. doubt you guys would be with us. Well, I appreciate that. Of course. And, and this is not about, I, I know this episode is not about this, but. That's fine. Let me tell you, that food was amazing. Oh, I, so good. Like, I'm falling in love really more and was. more with Hard Rock every time I, know, I go I, do something. There. I know it was expensive, and I heard you guys talk about it on the podcast. Were you on that episode even? I don't. You haven't been on there forever. Are you still part of that podcast even, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, but, I, you know, Lee was complaining recently about the pricing, and I understand in some ways because it can't. I mean, we spent more that night than we did on any other meal that week for sure. But. It really is better food than most of the places, I think. I mean, it's pretty good. I didn't. I think the prices match kind of what you're getting. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. It wasn't bad at all. Honestly. Now, with that being said, it's not cheap. Like, it's not like, oh, go to the Hard Rock, eat at the kitchen, you're going to have a bargain. No, no, no. But you're going to have a really, really good meal. Yeah, with a name like the kitchen, it does sound like it might be a bargain. Right. It does. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's the kitchen, the country kitchen. But no, it was good. It's a dive bar kitchen. (laughs) I liked it a lot. We love dive bars. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So uh, you're right. We're we're talking RIP stuff. Um, you guys, you guys have been on multiple RIP tours again, right? Like how many? Five this year? Four this year? <laughs> two. All right, just two this year. The season's over for us. All right, the season's over. Yes, Not just really. two. Don't don't say that, babe. I'm pointing out all you two time um, RIP goers are the real one percenters of September. Yeah, how could you Just not be clearing yeah. this up? I'm going to add you to my club. The, the the second RIP tour actually comes with a free Tesla and leg massager. So <laughs> see, it's, that's it's very fancy. Nice. I like it. We couldn't pass it up. And Rich was your guide on that second tour, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, Michelle after the last one, Michelle reached out and. And uh, they were able to get it to work where we had him again. And it was honestly, we've had Rich now a few times and he's just more of a friend than an RIP tour guide. So it's just kind of cool hanging yeah, out. I really, and he gets paid while he hangs out with friends. I love Rich. I mean, he is so much fun. Uh, you guys hit it off very well. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's hilarious how <laughs> you guys are in the same band. How is that possible? I mean, seriously, small hey. world. Same year, same everything. It just that doesn't really happen often. No, it can't. Well, West Virginia is a pretty small place. Yeah, and but we you, didn't run into him in West Virginia. But, but there was I, so many things. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I swear every other vacation we're on, we meet someone that like is not just like from West Virginia, <laughs> but like closely tied to us somehow in West Virginia. Like that time we met a person that was running the ferry and at a, at a beach was like from the same hometown as you. Yeah, and knew like my high school principal. Yeah, like that's elementary weird. school principal. That's true. That's a true story. We were like loading a ferry. Like to an they island. were able to name the principal. That's weird. We've been on the island all week, and we were leaving. It's an island you can only get to on ferry, and we were leaving after our trip, and it was early in the morning. Like a very o'clock. low population yeah, island. Like very low. Like it's weird. And the guy saw. Our- See right now, Tan is. Um, not meeting his future friends. He's going to meet the future friends, but they're going to be all in the same college right, <laughs> right now. That's right. But as we were, the guy's like, hey, I see your place from West Virginia. Where are you from? And I told him, he was like, I, I grew up in that town. I'm like, that's so weird. And I was like, I, I went to elementary school there. And he's like, my father was the principal. And I was like, what years? And he told me, he was like, that was my principal. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Okay. That's so so as far insane. as coincidences and how small West Virginia is, we're going to do just a little population chat here for one second. Okay. The population of West Virginia is 1.8 million people. Yeah, so what? We're pretty, we're pretty the small. population of Miami is almost h- half a million. Wait, so 
Huh? Wait, you're saying really? this wrong. Wait, you said 1.8 no, million. The population oh, the of the whole state, state, of, whole state of West Virginia oh, yeah, is 1.8 million. Uh, so less than 2 million. The population of Miami is about half million. Right. So they're about a quarter. Do you, do you hear that, everybody out there? Stop moving down here. Please, All right, go ahead. So, Please stop. I mean, West Virginia. It's too, it's too full. Yeah, we we do often find connections. When when you find somebody from West Virginia, it's very easy to find a connection yeah. of some kind. It's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, or yeah. six degrees of West Virginia, we should say. <laughs> six degrees of pepperoni rolls. That's what we should yeah. call it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not pizza rolls. Not pizza I rolls. Know. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> All right. So uh, I know, let's I keep on messing up. I am. It's, sorry. it's all right. Yeah, I, I love just joking with you about it. It's my favorite. So let's talk about a couple of houses. The first first house, house we did at all at all pre RIP was with you people on Friday night opening night late at night because mm-hmm. we just did. A, we didn't want to do houses that night per se, but we did this one house yeah. at the end yeah. of the night. Yeah, it was late, like one o'clock, and maybe. it was Odd Fellows and. We were so scared. I mean, even that night before we went into HHN, we were super scared. Um, I'm waiting in that line. Plus, I was really t- tired by then. It was Chris, like 1 a.m. I feel I feel you were pretty hyped on this, were you not? Uh, we were pretty hyped. Uh, just because reading the whole story of Oddfellow and, and kind of how he's been the, quote, orchestrator of all of Horror Nights based off of lore. You know, being a nerd, you got to be into Yeah, I thought stuff. it was awesome. And were you disappointed or no? That's my number no, one house. I, well, well, I thought it was yeah, awesome. It's high on her list. High on your list? It was. A, it's a fantastic house. It's. It's. Here's the thing. This year, and I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times. I'm sure everybody's told you. This is a very, very difficult year to rate houses, yeah. and it's oh, also yeah. your first year. That's what so this is not normal, time. right? <laughs> Previous years, it's you kind of have this this nice mesh of. Like this belongs in the upper, you know, range. This belongs in the lower range, and this kind of hangs down the middle. This one's like, yeah, here's two at the bottom, and the rest are like all so good. Yeah, kind of work your way. Yeah, out. my list, yeah. my yeah. list was very much it's a fantastic year for you. Yeah, guys. we loved it. My list was there was a top three, and there was a bottom one, and the middle could all like work around. That's yeah. my thing. Is when mm-hmm. I was thinking about like the weekend one, I literally hate the weekend with like such a passion. Like I will just never be a lover. Um, I am a hater, but <laughs> like, there's nothing like that this year that I would be like not excited for because I was excited for everything there going into it. But like, if I was going into it and I knew that the weekend was one of them, I would have been like, okay, that one I'm obviously like not looking forward to it. That's weird. But this year, how was are your thoughts on Chucky? I'm just curious, Zine. Huh? How how were your thoughts on Chucky? Did you? I didn't do Chucky in person, but I watched the videos, and <laughs> I mean, I can tell you like what even is that? You know. <laughs> You didn't miss much. I so did not miss okay. anything. You didn't miss anything then. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Nothing. You did all nine houses of Horror Nights. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. He actually. Well, we can say eight. I only did six. Because Exorcist doesn't count either. He actually he only, only got did to do six. six. Yeah. Yeah. And he missed my favorite house, unfortunately. The only ones I didn't do were. Which is? Bl- uh, Blood Moon and. Um, <sighs> Blood oh, Moon man. and Monsters are the two I'm sad about, and then the other two are Chucky oh, and Darkest Deal, which I'm not as mad about. Yeah. Oh no! I know. We need to get you back. I we know. Need to come back. I think you guys have to do one more trip. No, you gotta come back. You don't understand. Like, the other day, like the I was thinking like houses. the other day I was thinking about I would do anything to go back this month. Like well, that would just be awesome. Talk to we can make it happen. I was like, talk to Uncle Chris and Aunt Alexa, and when they do their third RIP tour, we'll fly you down to join in. They won't mind. Yeah. Yeah, you already have the Tesla, so we can save some money that way. 
Zane and Maddie's experience of only getting to do six houses is kind of, I mean, it's a good example because they didn't have Express Pass. They obviously weren't in an RIP tour. They were just there for their first night. They didn't, you know, really know the ropes and they did the best they could. And they they stood in line a lot that right. night. Uh, yeah. That's why they could only do six houses yeah. because they were just in and line. And Dr. Oddfellow's wait time did us dirty because it just was wrong. Yeah, they missed Nightmare Fuel because they were in line for that for like <laughs> Double the at least 90 time. minutes. Oh, no. It said 45, it Damn. was 90. See, like, you didn't get to do uh, Fuel no, at all? No. That's the other that, thing I'm, that I'm probably <sighs> sad about more than anything. Like more than the houses I don't like yeah. I could care, honestly. I just wanted to see that so bad. Honestly, I'm, I'm with you. Because I love I'm like magic and things that like that. So I would have just adored it, but it's okay. Yeah, it was fire, literally. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we all like Odd Fellows. It's 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a really good I house. I thought it was good. It's a phenomenal house. It's not it's a phenomen it's been my top one. It's higher on your list than mine. Let's just it, say that much. Top I know, one consistent the entire time. I, it's just everything about that house is just fabulous. So many jump scares, so many little areas. There's a that, lot of scares. Uh, yeah. So many little things that a lot of people don't know, like the jack makeup, the jack um wardrobe, the box, you know, uh walking into that room and seeing him getting shoved in. There's so many little tidbits that you don't pick up i'm gonna plug in an rip right now uh you find out more of these informations you know either through um rip or what's that um what's that thing that they go through and um look at the houses universal no the uh, no when the lights are uh, behind the behind the screens behind the screens that you don't know until you do those little two things. And it just blows my mind of how much they put into these houses that people get to miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's a great house. I love that great room house. with him when he, when he like, when Oddfellow is there in front of his, whatever his trunks and her, his wagon and all the symbols are glowing on the wall. And it's just, I, it's an amazing mm-hmm. part of that mm-hmm. house. And then you get like a scare mm-hmm. here and a scare there, and it's like, come with me. Oh, that lion, God. that lion scared the shit out of me the first night we did it. Yes, because I had no that idea. lion, dude. That lion was the reason that it's basically number one on my list. It was awesome because that was just such a cool scare. I thought yep. that lion has progressively come out of his cage more and more <laughs> every single yeah. time we like yeah. went through it. When I tell you, I I am not kidding. What? Last time we did it, remember we were cracking up because it actually almost hit me in the face, <laughs> and I had to be at least four feet away, and it just jumps out to like get you. I'm like, that's awesome. Yep. I like that. Yeah. That's there impressive. was a the there was lighting a house last was so year. good too. And on yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. Th- there was a light uh, house last year, Chupacabra, that it jumped out as well, and I was just so happy to see them incorporate that back in these houses because those are little things that you know I'm pretty sure it takes a lot to have that mechanics and all that Mm -hmm. but to have that lion and you're thinking you're just walking by and boom right in front of you you're like oh my god Mm -hmm. love it love it it's a great house so i know chris you were also pre-hyped for last of us and i'm curious how that worked Mm -hmm. out again it was a house that i enjoyed chris how much do you love that game yeah babe how much do you love that game i heard it's pretty good (laughs) um i did play it a couple times Honestly, that game, I, I still look for that high in a video game. Like, I ask people, I'm like, can you recommend a game that's like Last of Us? Doesn't have to be the same thing. Time Just give me that same out. high. Alexa's the one that showed me the game. Time that's what you're saying. Yes. Out. 
I tried what? getting you to play this game for years and years you just dodged. And then all of a sudden it became because your obsession. And I was like, I'm a mindless zombie years. that plays Call of Duty. That's, that's all it is. All right. I, I was very depressed with that house. I, I would say that I'm one of the biggest Last of it's, Us fans. And it, it was just a bit disappointing. But it was cool seeing the Look, stuff. It's not. It is. A, it's very cool. And. I said this uh, when they first announced it, where it was like, just give me a house where it feels like I'm in the game. I don't need crazy jump scares. I don't need any of this stuff. I just want to feel yep. like I'm just in that environment. Um, did it hit the mark on that a bit in certain times? There and then other times, things. not really. I, that's a, There's a few things in there that's I think great. that's exactly the problem, is that I'm with you. I didn't want to be scared. I mean, I wanted to see clickers because, and they were great at the makeup of that. I mean, it was unbelievable. They were. But like, here's I didn't my feel thing. like I was in the game enough. I feel like everyone, like, kind of hates on this house a little when I don't get that because, like, to me, the zombies in that literally were the scariest, like, makeup anything I've seen, I'd seen all night. Like, all the other things yeah. were, like, yeah, scary, but nothing looked like that real and that, like, spooky to me, you know? Like, it just I looked so agree. juicy Agreed. and, like, it looked too real. The blowers yeah. looked awesome, they too. They really did. It just took a long time to get to that place. So, like, as you're walking through the house, you have certain tidbits, like, um, you know, the generator, and you see the key card, you see Joel's backpack, mm -hmm. um, the workbench, you know, so many little things in the game that it's just like, oh, the bag, this, that. And then you get through the spores area, and awesome. you start seeing the spores. It was so, so yeah. cool. Yeah. And I'm I so love that scene, that too. Yeah. yeah, and the that scene was spores. huge yeah. in the game. But by the time that you get there, you're already halfway through the house and you've seen what one clicker, you know, one or maybe two, so, not even. And then it's like full guys, flesh. Um, I, I know Alexa and I watched it, but have you guys seen the Last of Us house in Hollywood? No, this year? I haven't. No. Go watch so it. So go okay. online. When we're done here, go online, pop it in. There's tons of videos because over there you can actually record wow, the houses. Wow, that's weird. Um, which is super cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's very weird because um, the laws are kind of different. Oh, it's California, they, like, of course. Actors in California. It's a whole different thing, right? But um, And that's also why when you watch it, you're going to see some very screen-accurate um, Joels and Ellie's because they have a giant list the of cast people from, to pick of that looks like I th I, That movies. was one of the most yeah, distracting exactly. things for me. I thought the I thought the Joel and Ellie stuff was a little bit cringe. Like that maybe they should have just it made is. a call to it like one time or just like I don't know. It was overused. I thought they did not cast 100%. well. hundred percent. Tan, Tan. The when we were walking through the first room that you come into is that scene where the car crashes yeah. and there's a Joel that pops out. When I tell you, I thought I was like on an SNL skit because the His dude hair. was like, <laughs> the dude was like, and this is no disrespect to my short kings out there, but he was like 4'11 yeah. and what? had a wig on. He looked like he was wearing three wigs. The like, wig it was so stiff. Stiff. It's just the weirdest thing. That's weird. Yeah. I look back, Alexa, I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But was that supposed to be Joel? That was, was so weird. weird. For the yeah. Ellie, did my boy the Ellie with the shotgun? You, yeah, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> The Ellie, the with, Ellie the with the shotgun is so tall. Well. I feel we like just... they used all of their short ladies for the exorcist. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what about Ellie? She needs to be small too. She's not yeah. as tall as me. You have to watch the Hollywood one. I'm going to. It's a different yeah. house. Like it's completely different. And so, but here's the thing. And 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 when I saw it, I go, we need 50% of their house and 50% of our house. 
bring it together and it just jumped a few spots on my list because the beginning of theirs our house and the ending has of ours. tons of clickers and bloaters very little joel and ellie aside from the two that we see and the rest are like statues whereas the hollywood one is all joel and ellie maybe one clicker wow. but the joel and ellie scenes are beautiful like so it's great. like if you're walking yeah. into the camp hey they're having the whole dialogue with jokes out of the journal it's we amazing. saw that random clip pop up on youtube the other day when we were watching it in the car and it was like a scene we didn't see, and that's what it that probably was. That was from the Hollywood House. Because they, they, they're like having this whole dialogue yep. about, yeah, it's and they're like different. making jokes, and it like was, re- and that the the music from the game was yeah. playing in the background, and then they exited mm-hmm. into this door, and Where like it gives this you that was loving awesome. feeling. I got chills, like it yeah. was really cool. That 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 is the opening for the yeah, Hollywood. Oh my god! One, just so you know, like it's it. amazing. Jeez. That makes so much more sense than just doing like the lamest part first, just so it can. You know what I mean? Like. That's that I, is the game. I get, I get you like setting you up for 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 horror. Yeah, because yeah. the yeah. game is their relationship. That's what but it's it, really all about. But even speci- mm-hmm. like specific places in the house that they could have had so many like jump scares. You know, like walking through that area on the outside where like you have the staircase that goes up and there's just like one yeah. like clicker uh, going to be a clicker there, and then you keep walking and it's just, it just, it's empty. You have so many, even in the bathroom scene where the spores, you could have someone hanging out in the stalls, like something. Yeah. If it's a zombie apocalypse there, it should be like, an abundance of zombies it be at everywhere because yeah. in the game they're everywhere yes. i mean you can't even play the game without having one in your face every second and it just it fell flat yeah definitely fell flat i really feel that they missed the whole pittsburgh thing and maybe that was they shouldn't have sold us on that so much because when we did walk into the room and it was the scene of the truck that had you know ran into the store or whatever um i i mean it, yeah it looked kind of like the game but it was not enough to make me think oh i'm really in the game now like it was almost distracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also the Pittsburgh part that is like the most like a uh, haunted house. Like I feel like <clears throat> it wasn't even like represented like the sewer part. Like that's like an actual haunted house in the game. Like they yes. could have just done that whole mission and it would have been great. I thought, but that just, I it's agree. really just the beginning scene with the Pittsburghians. And I, it's just, I don't know. It looked lame. If they did that tunnel thing, I mean, I think that would have been phenomenal to do. It's, again, just going back. It's right. not a bad No, no, house. I liked it. It's just not what it should be. Like, it, it, it had the potential to be even better. And I think, like, us being avid fans of the game, like, we love that yeah. game to death. So we're also kind of biased and have our expectations very high I feel for like that's so the reason. We kind of have to put some of the yeah, blame yeah, on absolutely. us. Just- I feel like that's the reason that I, like, like it so much and don't understand why people hate it because I haven't played the games. Yeah. So I just went into it as like a oh like a zombie vibe house. Obviously knowing what The Last of Us is, but like because yeah. all, all all of the cri- criticisms I hear are like how about how it doesn't add up to the game. So that's probably why I don't have any criticisms because I don't. There's no game in my mind. I do have a question. I mean, that makes sense. Um, I haven't been in the Walking Dead house for them from the previous years, but I've heard from a few people that walking through that house and and. Chris, you can uh, tell me if I'm wrong or right. It seems very much like a walking dead, like you're walking on the outside. You know, it's just very open. A lot of the set pieces, um, people were were saying like, oh, it just reminds me of the walking dead. Um, am I on the right track? Or It had some of that. Yeah. No, it had some. It had some of that. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely want to like, distinguish that from being just a zombie house to being the last of us. Yeah. Like it's. It's a yeah. very specific thing in there, which I don't even know if they call them zombies yeah. in there. Like they, 
Zane keeps using zombies, the word zombies, so it's kind of weird to have that. Runners, they're infected, Zane. No, no, that's how. No, that, yeah, I mean, it's, again, I haven't played the essence, game. It's their right. versions of zombies. Zane's thing is really what. It, no, Zane, I am not not. I, I really dude. think this is the whole key to a great horror nights all around. Like our ignorance about it and going in with no expectations and the houses that we had no expectations for like all the original houses you're going to right. like those as soon as we put like what we dream up in our own minds and hope for a house is we're going mm-hmm. to be let down and it, that, that was consistent throughout our I think. brains are always more powerful than reality yeah always. i feel like for horror nights yeah. you can't have high 100%. expectations well, also i feel like we're I guess not for us because we don't go all the time, but every Halloween Horror Nights, they have like a new innovation. So I feel like it is a little bit fair to expect a little more from certain things, but to like completely have something set in your mind is it's unrealistic and hopeful, but what can you do? I I agree with you. So when you guys come back next year, you're going to see that you're going to fall more in love with the original houses from HHN rather than like the IPs. Oh no, that's where we're at now. So much more. On my list, the originals make the top of the list and the IPs make the bottom of the list. A hundred percent. That's like every year. Can I just say that (laughs) I, I am so thrilled that because we hyped you up. We hyped you up on this. We've been talking about this for almost a year now, half a year at least. Um, and there was a little bit in us cause you know, I'll listen, I'll listen to you guys. And it's, it's funny hearing somebody that's never been just how you talk about it. So then I'd be like, I really hope they like this. I hope we didn't just send them to like this event where they just go, this absolutely sucks. And that night that we bumped into zine and uh, yeah. Maddie, right? Yeah. We bumped into them. They were like scrambling, going house to house. And we just had like a quick, like 10 second conversation and he was like, "Oh, I love this." I'm like, "Thank God, <laughs> relief." Like, okay, all the Coopers <laughs> like it. We're we're in the Zine clear. Zine likes we're in it. The they all now. like it. Yeah, but that also goes to show, like, even with The Last of Us being such a staple house for those of us who played it, and Zine coming in and calling them zombies, and he still loved it, goes <laughs> to show that even if you don't know yeah. the IP, yeah. you can go through a house and absolutely love it, no matter what. Which is the whole point of HHN. Like that. That's what. That's great. That's a great point. Yeah. I know you mentioned that you, you want to do an episode a little while back. You said this where it's trying to convince Tayan to go to Horror Nights. Is that still even oh, a topic? No, that's or not even. Yeah, just, I, I'm you, in you just, now. Yeah, he's all in. Yeah. <laughs> the videos right, made so me it. realize that it's not. I, as, I was going to say it, it's not the kind of scary that you're scared of, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Like it's still a little cheesy 100%. in my opinion. I, learned, I don't think yeah. it's cheesy. You still have 30 days. There's some, <laughs> yeah. Just saying. He's got a very have, tight schedule. They have much. I thought Just it was like out there. I thought it was like the ultimate like haunted house thing where they can like do anything and it's like for like the really like intensely horror loving people no, but yeah. it's it's just a really yeah, cool yeah. haunted house and i think i can definitely handle like i that. told that's i think you hit on the mark because I, I i mentioned this before to you guys where it's it's not a horror event at least for us it's not really we're not scared you go in there you have you guys have that love for universal obviously we have that love and you go in there with the appreciation of if you love everything that they do as a theming for the park, then you'll love Horror Nights because it's just that on the category or genre of, yeah. you know, that's horror. what I love that's about it. It's like universal, but scary after hours too. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I will say, so I started back in 2015 and 2015 apparently was a phenomenal year. I don't remember anything because I was inside Chris's shirt the entire time. Um, so I used to buy really big shirts. Tayin, I'm not going to lie to you. There are parts of it. <laughs> there are parts of it that, that still spook me to this day. I, I'm more ballsy now going into the house because now I know what to expect after a few years. But I mean, you're still going to have those moments where you're like, oh, crap, like that's yeah. that's intense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm just more. But it's not like McKamey Manor where they're going to like torture. Right. You. Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's talk about the most intense house. Yes, yeah, so that's a perfect segue. I mean, I don't think many people will agree this is the most intense, but I know Chris or I mean, Alexa and I I feel go. like everybody should agree that it is. So on our RIP <laughs> night, we did this. Actually, we did this house with Zine and Maddie on Saturday before time. our RIP night. The first night. house. Right. And this was The Exorcist. Uh, and we did this again later in the night mm-hmm. on our RIP tour. We did it once that night, though, right? Like, I did it once. Alexa, you did it one time also? I did it once, yeah. And then Alexa and I set out because I'd we really had twice. enough. Yeah, we were like, we're good. Yeah, I, I was done. I'd, <laughs> I'd done it twice. Uh, it scared me the first time. It scared me the second time. And I thought, why? Well, I have no desire to go back through this house. So it was nice to chill there with Alexa for a little <laughs> while. We ran into some of my other friends coming out of other houses, Kayla and Maddie. And, and I don't even remember who else. Maybe Kevin was even with I don't remember who. No, Kevin was with us on the tour. Oh. I don't remember who we ran into that <laughs> Anyway, night. it's okay, Brian. You Poor don't have Kevin. to remember every single person <laughs> it's so you saw. Hard. But anyway, it was nice to... Everybody, Brian. Everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting guilty now. Anyway, it was really cool to go through those, uh, to just chill there for a little bit. But that house was pretty great, but- honestly. Speaking of exorcist, just to harken back to what Alexa was saying about sometimes you feel overwhelmed, like especially in the exorcist house and some other houses, like I would be about three quarters through the house and I would just feel like I am done. Like I want to be out now. Like I'm overloaded, like with intensity and I just want to I mean, not like not like fed up, just like I, it was it was it overwhelming. All your senses. Yeah. All my it, senses yeah. were like at the top. And I'm like, it's, OK, it's a- this is too much. I have to just get through this and get out. I walked through that house when because like normally when you're in RIP, sometimes the, the guy doesn't go through with you and he'll like meet you on the other side. And when I saw Rich walking through the house, I told myself like, oh, shit, because I was planning on staying out and I didn't know how to loop back. So I was like, I have to go through now. <laughs> and I I was dying because I had told Chris, like, I, I didn't do it a few years back. I don't want to do it. I w- watched the floor the entire time. Oh, I man. just held on to his book bag and I watched the floor the entire time. And then you go through certain rooms where there's stuff on the floor. Yeah, and I'm like, great, the right. devil's coming. Uh, like, right, I'm, I'm saying until you get to the room where all the satanic symbols are all painted all over the floor. Yeah. And you're like, shit, I don't, where do I look? And then you look up and you see a girl floating in the air. There's nothing you can avoid. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Nope. It was terrible. So that... I will say that house is in all the years I've been going, it's been quite a few now that probably is the heaviest house or one of the heavier houses. And when it comes to like content uh, that it's, that it's giving you that I've ever seen at Horror Nights, not to say it's the scariest, but the actual, you know, what it's kind of doing and going over. Yes. I will. I can see how somebody going through that house would be. Yeah. You're right. It's heavy. It's a lot different than it's a lot. It's a lot different than Billy getting killed by Yetis. Like these are little girls who are semi-realistically possessed by demons. You know, it's it it is very heavy. Here, you wanna you wanna laugh? So there was another RIP group that happened, and we spoke to them, and they were telling us about the Exorcist House. And one of the people on their RIP tour group was a um, 
he was a priest and he went through all the houses. He went through that house. He's like, no. how'd you like that house? He goes, um, it was all right. Um, and then they asked him like, yeah, but it's like mostly like not made up. He goes, it's about 90% <laughs> yeah. accurate. He's like oh. the head spinning thing. Yeah. It would kill the person. But yeah, the rest of the stuff is about like, accurate. The more like, That's Catholic terrifying. you are, the more terrifying that all is. Yeah. Right. If you're a priest, like that's, uh, yes. yeah, it's too much. I mean, it's hitting the senses, right? You have the smell of like the shit, the feces on the wall. Like you're getting oh. that. You're getting the jump scares. You're getting like the, it's just everything all at once. Did it really smell like poop? Yes. Like actual yeah. poop? Did it? Yeah, in the room. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice at all. So they haven't, yeah. Oh, so. Yep. Is that like a thing in The Exorcist? Like they smell like poop? No, she throws it shit on the wall. Throws it. No, no, no. Because she's. That's what I mean. She's writing words out with shit on the wall. Like they're, that's disgusting. And there's a scene when you go in there, and they've used this in previous years when you've gone through like houses where you're going through like an abandoned, you know, building or a barn. And if they ever take you through a bathroom area, normally they'll add that scent in there. It's a very high irony kind of <laughs> shit smell. Oh, this is why I need to go on an R.I.P. tour. Because I keep, I forget about all these things you're talking about because I've only, I only went through all these houses once. And yeah. it's impossible to pick it up the first time because you're so overloaded with everything. Yeah, I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You got it. I mean, that's the, one of the beauties is like, what, on the RP tour? It's like, did you see that? Yeah, no. Let's, all right, let's see right now. And you just go right back in, which or is nice. Or even just getting a rush of fear pass. Like, so for the future guys, the full month of September, like you can go. That's why Chris and I, we we walk through. You guys can move yeah. to Orlando for one month. We take it slow because we know that we're going to be able to enjoy it and go through multiple times to where we'll be able to catch those little tidbits. Um, well, you guys aren't going to like yeah. like our plan for the future of HHN then. Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, for, for people that live far away, it's it's a fine plan, I think. Yeah, yeah, because the rush of fear passes. Obviously, like if I was living at, at least even in Miami in Florida, I would be I would definitely get that because like I would mm -hmm. actually go more. But I wouldn't get one yeah, if I lived here just because like obviously I'm not going to go twice well, that depends. in the same like month. We did have them. It depends because of the pricing well, of the, the tickets. If you that were, day, oh, well, like, yeah, because y'all y'all did get them. Because right. it was a deal. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was cheaper but for us to have that than it was to buy. When it comes to like mm -hmm. trips, you know, I think our idea is going to be. Well, if you look at it like this, if you guys. It, well, I do want to hear your idea. But all I'm going to throw out there is if you guys do. Because I don't know when you normally come in. But if even if you were to do a weekend that's not opening weekend. And it's a weekend after whatever. If you were to come in even on the Thursday, your your rush of fear pass pays for yeah. it. Yeah, so Thursday, 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 Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. And you can go Thursday night, you can go Friday night, you can go Saturday night, well, Sunday, whenever you leave. Like, you go more than twice, you've already well, paid and made some money Well, this year, even just Saturday, Sunday night uh, was would have <laughs> cost more than the Rush of Fear Pass. So Brian and I did have the Rush of Fear Pass because we knew we would be there Saturday night and Sunday night. Because those two nights are more expensive than the other nights of the week. So just those two nights alone mm -hmm. were cheap, were, it was cheaper to get the Rush of Fear. Yep. And we got to go Friday. So also. we could have stayed all month. You should have. This year has been a complete like craziness with the event just because I don't think they've ever sold out of multi houses before. And now Constantly. they're all sold out, which is... We were supposed to buy ours and it's now we can't. We were going to upgrade. Yeah, we were trying to upgrade <laughs> to go because we have some friends coming in from you out guys. of town. And yes. you couldn't even do it. Not for an wow. RIP. No. But no. We can't do it. I called them. I'm like, yeah. no. So what is your plan? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, our plan is going to be one night of Horror Nights RIP tour at the beginning of our vacation and not at the end of our vacation. So we'll go in with all the energy. We'll hit it hard smart. for one night. We do the RIP tour. Yeah, that needs to be day one. And then we get to just it's chill and actually smarter. vacate. 
That's not a bad, that is no, not a bad plan. you get the stories too. Like, and honestly, you can pass that along. Sorry, babe. You can pass that along. And as you go through the houses later on leisure, you know, like yeah. how you, however you want. Now you have the story, you have the back, you right. have so much more from that RIP tour that just makes the events just that much better. Yep. That's the plan. Yeah. But that's the only night we plan to go. Yeah. But I think it'll be okay. Well, I, I will say like, that's the RIP is the yeah. way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you told me, you can do an RIP tour or you can go to Horror Nights for four nights. RIP. Yeah. RIP yeah. tour. Because no lines. You can do all the houses at least twice. Watch all the shows. Go to every single food thing, the bars. Maybe even do another house. Like, it's it's insane. So, um, th- this is a perfect segue. And now I know your answer to our roundup question here, which is, do you each think the RIP tour is worth it? <laughs> yes. I was going to say, for 100%. Chris and Alexa, that's not a question. They are going to say, yeah. Hey, hear me out. Hear me out one second. I have been going to this event since 03, cool, around there. And obviously <laughs> so... being a, a broke college kid, you can't even afford barely the ticket. Yeah. Right? But when I got turned on to the RIP, it was one year when the Malabies were coming down. He's like, RIP. I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit too much, honestly. And we just have a bunch of nights we can go and do this. After that first time of doing it, I go, oh, I have to do <laughs> right. this every year. Which we have every like year since then. <laughs> it's, which we have been lucky to be able to do it, yes. Um, but yeah, 100%. So a follow-up question then is at what price point is it not worth it for us to do it anymore? Like let's say next year it goes up to 450 a person or 4500 for a private RIP. Mm-hmm. Is the value still there? Or are you at least having the conversation of, do we really want to do it now? I think you have to look at, you, you have to do a comparison against what express passes are going for. So if you look at an express pass, which you can only buy the express passes that do one house for the right. entire night, right? So one of each, um, you can only buy the multi houses when you're on site and they, they may be sold out. It, it, the prices I've seen range from like a hundred something bucks to all the way to two fifty, And that's just for one house, like every house once. That's it. Yeah. A hundred bucks more. Not oh only do you gosh, get to do right. all the houses multiple times, mm-hmm. it's worth it. But you also yeah, get food your and food drink. included. You get a meal. Mm-hmm. You the get story. desserts. You get sodas, waters, all the, the stories. You have a private guide with you. Hey, you don't want to hold your book back? No problem. They will hold it for you because you know they. That's what the VIPs and the RIP tour guys. So, if you're telling me the difference is a hundred between getting an express pass and now yeah. I get food and everything else yep. times ten. I think yeah, it's worth that's it. Valid. But if that gap becomes too big, I think then we're having I think a like 500 bucks would be the conversation that we'd be kind of having. I mean, mm-hmm. again, you know, the more people you fill on your RIP tour, the cheaper it is. So that also mm-hmm. factors in. Even what Brian said, though, 450 is it's, still it's, it's, conversation-y yeah. territory. It, that, because that also doesn't right. include your park ticket. Yep. That's the other thing too. You have to buy your parts. You, you guys, you guys are not mm-hmm. local, but you know you can go there every weekend. You know if you need to. So it it could be not mm-hmm. as worth it to you once that price point gets higher. You know, whereas for us, we're coming so far, we don't have that much time. That's, you know, we got to get it in. Yeah, but then we also have to factor in. Thousand percent, I agree with yeah, you on but that. Then you're not also taking into consideration every week that we come up, babe, that we have to Extra spend money, money on the hotel. Yeah, yeah, and you know those the little traveling. things. So True. When, yeah, the gas. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm still saying, like, agreeing with what Laura said is, for. I mean, we don't think with the same minds that you guys think, right? Because you're not, you know, quote, local. 
So when you do your trips, you really have to like plan things out make it and make sure you get everything done you want to do. Yeah. If we go up and- on weekend, yeah. If we go up on weekend and forget to, you know, buy a pretzel <laughs> for Alexa, we can go up. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> we can oh, go up a I month later. You. And buy that pretzel because right. it is her favorite. And I didn't so, end up eating know, a pretzel during HHN. Really like I was going to say, the extra special because I actually saw her eat a pretzel. She's downing those night. carbs just to prove a point, not because she likes it. I did. I have a picture of her eating that pretzel that I will treasure for the rest of my life. Alexa and her pretzel. Wasn't it good? It was like spinach stuffed or something, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, that's it was special. Really good. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, they had a jalapeno one that well, was good. What about, too. You, what about you guys? What, what, what do you feel about. Price wise, right? Like the point. same question you asked. I think four fifty is definitely a conversation piece, without a doubt. I, I think it's it's, it's so mm-hmm. hard too because there's uh, okay. four of us. four of us. I mean, and, I mean this year only two of us went, but next time it would be four of us, four tickets. Here's one other thing, just to, to, to like throw into the conversation is prices are variable, and what I mean by that is it's not that every year prices get higher. Um, Rich actually told us this, which I think I had this conversation with you, uh, Brian. If not. Basically, I told him, like, I'd love to see – I was talking to Rich, our tour guide on the um, RIP tour. And I go, I'd love to see the attendance of Horror Nights this year because basically across the board, it was a 30 to 40% increase, whether it's single night tickets, multi-night tickets, a rush yeah. of everything, right? Um, so I go to him. I go, you guys had to have had a decline in people coming because of the price increase. And he advised, no, that's not how this works. Universal first starts selling single night tickets. And then after a couple months of selling that, they gauge how many tickets they sold. And then they will price out their multi-night tickets based off of that. So a 40% increase came from how many tickets they sold. And the reason why we all know that happened is because you have two Mm -hmm. heavy hitters this year. Last of Us, Stranger Things. You're bringing in crowds that do not go to horror events, that don't care about horror nights. They only care about Stranger Things. Like, if you were to announce at Harry Potter Haunted oh, House, God. that yeah, event would sell out day probably. one. Day one. Yeah. And that one no, guy in the Chucky wouldn't. line Correct. in front of me who was obsessed, so, he was all there for Chucky. That's so funny. Dressed head to toe in Chucky. He really? had his own red hair. He had the popcorn wow. bucket. He was getting a refill. Wow. He was all about it. Dear God. Oh. I hope his name was Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. He's a Chucky. I mean, no Chuck. judgment. He changed his geez. name to Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say what the price point is for us because it's, it's all overwhelming to me, even the way it was this year. But I do admit that, I mean, some prices going up is because everything's more expensive. You know, I'm paying $4 for eggs right now. So yes. I understand yeah. everything is more expensive. I, I will say I'm glad you guys got to experience this year because this year has been amazing. I would say the best year when it comes to the houses. Like, it is the best year for houses. Um, I, I the scare zone. Eh, oh, the scare really slap zones this year. Did not They've slap. done a lot. I, of love, yeah. I love. Van I can't wait to see a year yeah, that the, the scare houses, do, yeah, zones do slap. I really like Vamp sixty nine a lot. The jungle one was just Vamp sixty nine. The was, jungle one was just such a disappointment to me. It was. Vamp sixty nine was good. You guys would have loved the Zombieland one. That was one of my favorite scare zones ever because you also. I don't like say you mean Zombieland like the IP Zombieland. That's hilarious. They had Zombieland. Uh, I was just gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say that. Um, even though the um, what was it called? Scare the zones? fear. No, the what? show. No, the show. Nightmare, Nightmare fear. fear. Yeah. 
Nightmare Fuel. Oh, Nightmare, Nightmare Fuel. Fuel. Um, yeah. Even though Nightmare Fuel looked really cool, like, I do think that the shows... Like, I've seen shows... I've seen, like, stuff on YouTube. It's pro- It was probably a lot in Hollywood and stuff, but um, still. Like, I've seen, like, Chucky doing stand-up and, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show and, like, Bill and Ted, and it's like... I don't know that that circus like kind of stunt stuff did look really cool. And I'm sure it I'm sure it would look way cooler in person. But I don't know. Do you think, I think there the should shows, be more shows or a different show? I think there should be two shows and one of them should be Nightmare Fuel and the other one should be more IP slash yeah. like interchangeable. They used to do I Rocky really thought Horror. there were more shows before we went. I Rocky Horror would have been so I would have cool. died or, if they or, had Or that. bring back the Beetlejuice show. You don't even have to write anything new. Just bring yeah, it back. That's what we, yeah. I'm with you. Knock Fast and Furious down, bring back Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, great. do that. And I was saying do it in like an empty yeah. theater, but just do that anytime. <laughs> Jesus. The, there used to be uh there used to be more shows. Uh yeah. Laura, you were asking, yeah. right? So they they used to have like a stage show kind of set up um where the lagoon is, like where the entrance of jungle was this year. There used to be like a stage show there, and there was that, and then there was Bill and Ted's. It was nice because mm-hmm. it would eat people, Hold right? Them. Like crowd eaters um one thing you guys did not get this year Ugh. which two years ago was probably the best thing at horror nights ever and last year was phenomenal as well is the lagoon yeah. show so they did an entire lagoon show that's horror nights based based off of the ips they use or whatever they want to do whether it's universal monsters that's phenomenal it's just a nice like hey let's chill here for 15 minutes 20 minutes watch a show yeah. relax our feet have a drink whatever it is um, unfortunately, that's that was closed this year, but um, hopefully we'll we'll get something like yeah. that. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, Who? whoever could Who be it? at the door. Hmm. All right, Zavala's. We're gonna say goodbye and go see who's at the door. Thanks for joining us. Glad you stopped by and visited tonight. It was really really fun as always. Yeah, we love uh, we love coming on and testing out your doorbell. So, well, until next time, and I can't wait to see you guys again. Thanks. It was fun. Yep. Cheers. All right, guys. Bye. Talk to you later. It's David Griswold. Hey, Hello. David. How are you, man? Long time no see. Yeah, long time no see. Um, I am doing good. Just living the dream. I guess that's <laughs> what what people say these days. We met David and his wife, Joni, um, at the Weekender back in December. And I don't think the kids really met them very much that weekend, did you? Cause we, I we, feel like I did that weekend. Did you? I think I did. I remember faces, so I must have met I felt them like sometime. we up, hung out most of the time with them during the... Um, progressive dinner tour or whatever. So I don't know if you yeah, guys maybe. saw that or not. I but I, I was. I remember the, I remember the, uh, the kids at the Grinchmas. That oh, yeah. Used. That's yes, what yes. I remember. Yeah, that. For sure. Yep. And MIB. Yeah. And I, I have oh, to yeah. say, I was enamored by your name at first. Of course. It's I the mean, coolest name ever. Griswold is just. That's it's a really good last name, so honestly. Cool. Could it be? I mean, if you were a family, I mean, it's like you win automatically. Listen, I, I'm actually wearing a shirt. I survived a Grizzled family vacation. So, and I'm still because uh, <laughs> it's your model. Yeah, I have to sell a bunch of candy because I do want to buy a family truckster. Oh my god! Yes. The, we actually have a buddy that has one. Yeah, we have a buddy that drives one around for Christmas time in the like Christmas parades, fully dressed, and it's really really funny. Well, that sounds like uh, I need to come up there for a trip. <laughs> you so should. Yeah, and, get a picture uh, with it. Maybe. Take some pictures with it. Maybe yeah. drive it around. Yep. So you, David mentioned candy. Um, a couple of episodes ago, or last episode, I can't keep track of them anymore. We mentioned David and Joni's candy, and Joni couldn't join us today. She is busy slaving over candy as we speak. 
like a little Oompa Loompa. Joni the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> she never comes in and she never goes out. <laughs> and it's not it's not just her Oompa Loompa skills with candy. She also has her so like mad um, crafty stuff. Right, her crafty stuff too. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw some pictures of that this weekend. It looked really cool. It's so yeah, fun. So she is covered up today. Yeah. I love the candy. Prepared. Candy was amazing. We're Me just and my now, friends just finished off yeah. the stuff y'all gave us last night. I've been rationing it for a long time, like hiding them in different parts of the house and <laughs> putting them in different containers so they didn't know they were where they were at, but it's finally went away to nothing. So sad. Have you finished all of yours, Tayan? Yes, I did. Man. They were all very good. Except we'll the watermelons. I, the watermelons I didn't really like, but the Skittles and Jolly Ranchers. Well, that's just because you don't like Chef's taffy. Peak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like taffy that much. So, I mean, if, if somebody missed it or forgets, we're talking about uh, the Griswolds dehi- or freeze-dried candy. Um, it's very delicious. And it's where, the best. Where, how do they find you? You can find us at uh, So Like Mad, S-E-W, Like Mad, and also Mad Sweets. We are starting up a Facebook page. Nice. Um, and yeah, I definitely need to get... A, a website going. Yeah, we're, we got to work on that. He's got you. Yeah, I, I definitely want to help. He's him made that. enough websites. We can do it. He can do it in a minute. You know, so I, first of all, I got to go order some new candy because we're out. Secondly, absolutely, though, I can't wait to look on whatever yeah, they saying, have I, for that's new what things. Saying, I want to look for other things. Like, I'm curious. Do you make? I really want to try Man, peach rings. I wish we had some for this coming weekend. Do you? Know, do you do too. airheads yet? Um, we have not done airheads. So I recommend Laffy doing Taffy. that. That's that's one I've seen on TikTok that I really want to try sometime. Yeah, so I was not impressed. With, we did Laffy Taffy, and I was not impressed with the texture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we do saltwater taffy. I like the texture of it better. I think it uh, it's fluffier to begin with, isn't it? Yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah. We have a whole um a whole line of uh like I think we have Twix and Snickers now that we're doing Ooh. um. Yeah, Snickers are pretty are pretty bomb to be honest with you. Um, the fruit roll ups are really good. They just get really crunchy. You know what I was really impressed with is the um, gummy bears are like clouds. Those uh, are like yeah. the most soft, oh, delicate little things. They're amazing. I'm, I'm, we're going to place an order when we get off here because we have a big family gathering coming up this coming weekend, and I'm going to place an order. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we that. So people we need that. Leave we don't know how fast it can happen. Yeah, but... We'll see. We don't live that far away from the Griswolds. Where do they live? Tennessee. Cut this Tennessee. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their address is and their phone number is. But Tennessee is pretty is. pretty wide from left to right. Where are abouts in Tennessee are y'all? Uh we are in Chattanooga. It is right on the Tennessee Georgia border. Oh nice. So I think it's eight hours maybe to you guys. That's about right. Yeah. From here. Just because you have to get off the beaten path, there's not a direct line to West Virginia yeah. from here. I was obsessed with the Chattanooga Choo Choo movie when I was a kid. Okay. Just, just, that's where he's at. He's in Chattanooga. He's in Chattanooga. I always pictured that I could go there and it would be just like the movie. I'm a little bone, a bone the Chattanooga choo choo. Yes. I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyway. We're off the rails. Yeah. But what about peach rings? Do you make peach rings, David? Ooh. Uh, peach rings are a mystery because Ooh. I follow some. I, I follow some posts. Um, uh, we have yet to successfully run peach rings because. They just over over fluff, and it turns into literal snow. It just falls apart. You can't do anything hmm. with it except for eat, eat it with a spoon. Now it's still delicious. <laughs> I was gonna say okay, <laughs> <laughs> and or they or they don't even turn out at all. So it's still a 
it's like a mad scientist for for some stuff because I'm still trying to work out. We do the soft like the Werther soft caramels. Uh-huh, I have yep. some of those to to crunch in your ear um, <laughs> later. But um, so like Werther's originals and butterscotch discs and cinnamon discs. Oh, cinnamon discs would be really good. Yeah, I have ran. Uh, we ran a batch one time that turned out. So it's just it's all about heat and pressure. It's like you're making diamonds. So. Well, I can't wait to try more. So mad. And wait, what's the candy again? Mad sweets. Mad sweets. Yeah. Mad sweets and, and Joni's uh, craft page is so like mad. So like mad. So like mad. All right, enough about candy. I could talk about it and eat it all day. Let's get back to what <laughs> we were originally talking about, which was this epic RIP tour we went on with everyone. Uh, the Griswolds were there with us. Was, it, was this your first RIP tour or not, David? Yes, very first RIP tour. We but have been, ours uh, as well. Yeah, we had been like blissfully hoping that we would be able to go to one since our first year in 2017, and we just made it happen. So I'm very, very happy about that. So 17 was your first HHN? Yeah, first HHN and my, my first um, Universal Studios. Wow. Wow, cool. Wow. Oh, the days, 2017. So uh, we've already talked about like how the RIP tour works and everything, but one of the really crazy things that happened with the Griswolds on that trip was right at the beginning of the RIP tour. Yeah, we had went over to Lombard's. We'd had our second or third round of food and drinks. Um, and then we were on our way to the first house, I believe, which was Chucky. And David, do you remember if we started, like, did we go through VAMP 69 at that point? Or did we skip uh, most we, of VAMP 69? We, we had not. We It was actually after the first Chucky Chucky was our first house. It was after right. Chucky. Um, and then we were going over to Lombard's. That's what it was. Yeah. We were heading to Lombard's. On our way to Lombard's, this is we so were weird. walking. And here was my perspective. I saw Brian was in front of me. And I saw there were a couple of individuals of very short stature on traveling devices. Like, what are they called? Those things that the, you travel like on? Like segways. But they segways, were like modified segways for short people. And I was like, that is so cool. And those people are right in front of Brian's feet. I'm so glad he's not running into them. And it's so cool that they're going through this crowd on those devices. And, and I was mesmerized because I was just walking behind him watching how he was using it and how his legs would like lean into it. And like I said, it's like a modified segway. Was it like a hoverboard? No. Uh, yes. It's like kind of like a hoverboard. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a ho- a hoverboard with a seat yeah. on it. Oh, and like little weird. knee things for him to lean against. And it was really nice. So you could nice. probably awesome. kind of lean back with your butt and be sitting a little bit, or you could be completely standing. Right. So I'm But anyway, I just this. thought it was people. Right. And we're just watching them. It was two of them, right? There were, yeah, it was a woman and a man. Both on their little segways. Yeah. And we're right there with them zigzagging along, and we're just beelining it to the Lombards, and our group is all there, and our matching shirts, and we're chit chatting and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, David like elbows me. Because we're now at Lombards. And so tell us what you saw, yeah, tell David. Tell us what you saw. Tell us there. your perspective of this, David. Okay, so I got chill bumps right now because I I fanboyed real real hard when I'm because I, I, I noticed the exact same thing first the hoverboard and I was like that's a cool little way to get around and I was like wait a minute and just from wait the side profile I was like that's Warwick Davis that's from amazing. the back is that were you, it, did you see the side of him is that how you knew. Yeah, I saw him from the side yeah. because I had been up there to- with Joni because she was right next to Michelle because Michelle was on her, her scooter. And I looked over and it was like at the exact same time we realized exactly who that was. Oh, man. And oh, my God. I like 
I really wanted to talk to him and wanted to go up to him, but I couldn't do anything except like point and stare <laughs> and be in just sheer awe. This was this was this is the disappointing and part. And after you told us, like we kind of wanted to just run. Yeah, I really, I did and find I walked, him again. I walked back to the main thoroughfare to see if I could see him, but I mean, he I was mean, long they, gone by then. He, those scooters are pretty fast, it turns out. And so, Horror Nights crowds are big. right, and it was crowded. We didn't want to be rude to our tour, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then come to find out, when you saw him on Instagram, he was like in Diagon Alley taking pictures with the Death Eaters. Yeah, yeah. like right after that, like. Yeah. How That's crazy awesome. would it have been to be in Diagon Alley with a man who played one of the characters from Green Gods? I mean, uh. yeah, it's not like Peter Mayhew where he's from a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Peter Mayhew? No. Oh, oh my God, David, you need. I'm not going to tell it again. I've told this story David, about 20 times it on the 10 podcast. 10 times I'm sorry. on this podcast. I'm not telling it again. That's I did crazy. meet Peter Mayhew <laughs> at Universal Studios and I did shake his hand, unlike Warwick Davis, who and slipped away. And he tells this story. <laughs> Thank you. But that's, that is the story. That's it. Yeah, enough. But yeah, well, I, I was so sad we didn't get to catch up and talk to him because I would have loved to have thanked him for a thousand movies of our childhood that I he was part of. I yeah. was a huge fan of Willow. Like I watched it so much when I was young, and I mean, I loved him. Yeah. I and mean, he was also Wicked in Star Wars. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, think about that: Harry Potter, Star Wars, Willow. He was in Labyrinth. He was in the Labyrinth. Yep. Man, he's been in a lot of stuff. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Does he play the the He robot plays robot Marvin. Guy? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Alan awesome. Rickman plays the Al- robot. Voice. Alan Rickman's he, the he voice. Was a voice. But he would be the person inside. Oh, he was the the leprechaun. Speaking oh, of God. Oh, yeah. It's October. All those movies are I, I love I love B horror movies. I love them so much. Well, we missed our chance. We get it. We did walk around with him through San Francisco. We can yeah, always say that sad. we did walk around with him, but we never talked to him, and I, I hate that. Oh well, maybe next time. So, uh, housewise, um, we wanted to talk about Stranger Things with you guys. Yeah, so th- that was a big one on your list, right? Was that one you were hyped about? I can't remember. Okay, so this year is so difficult. I know to, to determine the best. I really enjoyed Stranger Things, but it really didn't rank high on my list. I'll see um, I think there was some misses in it, but um, there was a few houses that came out of, and I was just hyped. You know, going in them, you know, two times. I was just hyped as coming out of them the second time as I was the first time. Right. And uh, yeah, so Stranger Things and Last of Us was definitely the biggest letdowns. They were still good, though. They were still really, really good. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing is that as we spend so much time talking about all these, it's I, I feel like we always have to remind people that it's not that I hated Stranger Things. It's just low on my list because everything else was super good. And it was very fun, and I would definitely absolutely do it again. Uh, I think we said before, Chucky is really the only house that I could care less to ever do again. It just didn't interest me. still doesn't. That one was so silly. Yeah, it was. I was not a fan. But... Stranger Things, I, I do think, had some great elements. Like, how many times did you do it? Do you remember? Because you were there for several um, days. Yeah, we did it, um, I think, a total of three times. Okay. We only did it once prior to the RIP. Okay. So you did it before the RIP, and then the two runs we did together at the RIP were it? Yeah. Was it a pretty consistent house, do you think, or did you notice a lot of changes between the three runs? It was pretty consistent. Um, the biggest thing was the stagnant characters or the I forget what they term that they use for those um, like the dummies that, that are incorporated instead of scare actors yeah um, and there was a lot of that. Like, 
yeah, it definitely kind of lacked, definitely lacked scare actors. And I think that's the biggest miss for the house. It was consistently okay all three times. Um, and then there was that one lady that was kind of out of place. Didn't make she, any like, sense. Had, she had pearls on. Yeah, what's up with that? I, w- I wish Joni was here because it was... Um, she knows she finally, who she was. Yeah, she knows who she was. And it's some obscure lady that was in, like, that's was associated with Billy. So, yeah, and, and that makes sense. I, I feel the house was full of those kind of things. Like, I feel they, and sometimes they overthought it. Because I think that jump scare with her was overthinking it because... Yeah, it is accurate and it plays to the story, but the masses aren't going to pick up on that in the millisecond that she's jumping out. And well, instead, we're left with the actually, why did you choose this? If if Joni's saying that that lady was associated with Billy, Billy had nothing to do with that. Well, scene. maybe it wasn't Billy. Maybe she just means she was associated with that that the kid, kid yeah. the journalist kid. Yeah, yeah, because that that would make more sense. But it's also like with the the guitar playing on the. Yeah, I, I rewatched it just now before this. Um, and when you get into that room, the guy that plays the guitar kit, what, what's his name? Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Yeah. yeah, the guy that plays Eddie, he's like doing all these things with his arms. Like he's obviously an actor and he's doing all the things. He's, you know, making a lot of motions. And, um, and it almost looks like he goes over to the guitar like he wants to pick it up but he can't pick it up. Like, just, you're like, just put on the guitar. Like, you should be playing that thing. <laughs> Instead, he's just, like, flailing around. Yeah, they they whiffed big on on that. The, with with Vecna, um, you know, they could have used some other tricks in some other houses to make the big Vecna that's, like, a, up elevated that has all the vines coming off of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. They could have They could have done, like... The Hunchback of Notre Dame um, in Monsters, the little bungee thing. They could have done that, or they could have had something that where his eyes opened up and it showed his Ooh. red eyes. Yeah, yeah. I thought and, he was gonna like come out of it, or at at least something, but it just ended up just him just he's being just there pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, the whole guitar scene um, that was a big whiff. Um, not not having allowed. I think there should have been a room um, where you had running up the hill song very loud like it was on like, in headphones yeah like you were hearing it yourself ear. yep yeah where you couldn't do anything you couldn't think of anything else but that song i think they could have done that i um, think there should have been more better. with chiming clocks in the same way I, yeah i expected some really loud dongs yeah. to throw you off some really yeah, big definitely. dongs <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so after Stranger Things in that area, we went to the Fallon Bar. That was one of my favorite parts of the night, honestly. I, we were kind of tired. We were super by then. tired. I, and I, I regret that part of it. And I, I wish we wouldn't have been so tired. What is the Fallon Bar? Are you talking about a Jimmy Fallon Bar? So or? It's above Jimmy you, Fallon. You know where the bathrooms are there next to Fallon? The Fallon bathrooms? We call yeah, them? I do. There's a door there that is normally locked, and there was someone there to let us in. You go in, and it's they go up an elevator. They continue the theming of Rock Center. The elevator was exactly like the oh. one we rode when we took the tour of Rock Rockefeller Square, whatever, like the, the clear one. No, 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 no. The little one. Remember, we piled in like when we were doing the studio tour, and we went to like the Fallon Studio. We went to the Saturday Night Live area. Yeah, and they piled us in like forty people into a really small elevator. Remember that? 
Uh-huh. That yeah. they, they had the exact elevator, like the same paneling, the same carpet. Like it's literally that elevator. So you go up one That's floor cool. and now you're in a private bar with a balcony that overlooks the the music plaza and now many On that balcony, I'm pretty sure is where that compass is. It's like the center of the property. Oh, is it? That I'm would be sure. about right. I didn't know that one existed. I'm I'm like 80%. How sure. cool I think would it be right, to be up there if there was a music show happening? Oh. I guarantee oh, that's got to be like the point of that balcony. Yeah. So I wonder if you take a VIP tour during Mardi Gras oh, concert, you get to go up there for the to concert. Do that. <laughs> oh, new goal. Yeah. New goal in life. Goal. But what did you think of the Fallon Bar? I think the Fallon Bar was amazing. Like you said, it was towards the end of the evening. Um, the AC, the the nice comfortable uh, chairs, yep. or sofas were were nice. But so yeah, outside. Um, overlooking the crowd, it was just, you could just feel the energy, even though it was like midnight or whenever it was when we were up there. Um, yeah, it was just, it was great. It was fantastic. Plus you could, the, the windows overlooking Central Park area, weren't that, isn't that the windows that like the hashtag bear? Yeah. Oh yeah. That he's normally up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was cool too, to see that area of the park and overlook Vamp 69. It was really neat up there. I want to go up there sometime for something. It was funny, too, because... Oh, sorry. take you up there, I'm pretty sure, when you do the Q tour thing. Oh, when you do the Fallon tour? That makes sense. Oh, that makes really good sense. I thought we've done that. No, we did it for MIB only. Well, that actually brings us to the next thing I want to talk to David about, which was Mummy at the end of our night on the RIP tour. (laughs) It was the the only, like, non-Halloween Horror Night thing we did all day. We didn't ride any rides or anything. Um, but we did go into Mummy, which was, I I personally think that was like the perfect way to end the evening. It we was were- very cool. We did um, we did it prior to that, and um, there's actually bits and pieces from the movie and bits and pieces of like stuff from the old Kong ride um, in the queue of the Mummy. So, but we didn't, we weren't able to do that on, on, um, when they took us back, but sitting underneath the track like that was terrific. Something it's, that not a lot of people get to do. I know. I wish wild. I, like, that's the most insane story I've ever heard. It was wild. I'm it's jealous. crazy how close you are. You're like, can't they hear us or see us down here? Of course they don't, because no. they're just flying by <laughs> right. and screaming. But to us, we're like six yeah. feet away from them. It feels like we're just watching their ride. It's so wild. And you're Too right. Too bad, you know, somebody could, somebody could like touch the, the ride as oh if you really wanted to definitely for sure yeah that was cool and you're right i i remember seeing a part of the the kong ride richard pointed that out as we were leaving that area but that was late i mean my god that was probably that was after two yeah it was (laughs) after the mummy ride we headed back to you know guest services and we gave rich his shirt and rich ran and put on his shirt and then we went to take our our picture of everybody at the end and i remember (laughs) david you always do this hilarious thing where Anytime there's a group picture, David lays down in front, like with his hand on his, like on cheer, his like, hand. Like the yeah. cheerleader, Mike. I mean, hand on his head. Yeah, the cheerleader. And I, I looked at him, I was like, it's so late. I was like, David, you know, you don't have to do that. And he looked at me with, he was so, he was so hurt that I would even suggest that he not do it. It was hilarious. It's one of those things. I'm, I'm, I have, I'm always in the back because I'm kind of tall. So I'm always in the back of the group photos. So I just started doing it. And um, I'll Brian, I will send you the picture that started this because oh, I want to see it. It was on the beach in the rain. I was going to say it can't always be convenient. 
nobody was on the beach. It was pouring down rain. And I was like, Johnny was like, you know what? I'm cold. I'm going to go in. And I was like, you know what? You do that. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy this. So the, there's big waves <laughs> behind me and the pier. And I'm just laying there in my, my trunks in that same pose. Uh, and then it doesn't. It doesn't snow here very often, but I'm doing the same pose in the same trunks on the beach in about six inches of snow. So I'll send you both of them. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. That's great. Those are the, those are the starting pictures. That's the best. Of the, of the the pose. It was really fun hanging out with you uh, and Joni. I I hate that she missed us today, but it was really, really cool to spend that time with you. Last time we'd seen you was at the weekender. So it, it was nice to see you, um, for so much time regarding the um you know seeing you guys it had been uh, over almost a year you know since we saw you guys from the last weekender and it was like no time had passed and like the people that we shared time with with our you know not just love for universal but just we have all these common bonds with other fandoms so it's it's always yeah. fantastic to to get get with everybody i'm yeah. so jealous you so, guys are going back in october and we won't be there i hate it i would love to be have meet up with you again 12 days and you'll have we're wow and you'll have your kids with you right we'll have two of our three so cool. our middle kid ben he doesn't do theme parks yeah at all so um but yeah our oldest he's t- taking his girlfriend down with him and then our youngest is going that'll nice. be fun we'll enjoy it yeah david before we go today can you crunch some candy for us oh yeah so first is a Werther's soft caramel, okay. and I hope this crunch comes through. Get up on that mic. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> nice. The next one's going to be a Snickers. All the nougat inside puffs up. So what happens the to the still peanuts? There. It's still there. Just it's hiding. Oh, that's awesome. So here's here's the Snickers. Oh my god, mm, that sounds like Snickers. Like I can tell that sounds that good. Sounds nothing like Snickers. No, I can tell it sounds like a <laughs> Snickers. The, the last one is going to be a, um, I think it's Funfetti icing. Just the icing? This icing thing is propelling to me. I know. Yeah, it's just frosting. Pure sugar. <laughs> and Here Crisco. Oh, that sounds oh. very crunchy, like a brittle almost. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I know that the machine does it, but I tend to think our candy's made with love. So <laughs> I like to cook. All my stuff that I make is, I make with love. So, because you know, food is one of those things that brings people together. Absolutely, yep. Brian loves to make it too, and he he does a great job of making love for us. Hey. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, oh, there's somebody else at the door. All right. I wonder who it is. Chill out. We'll be there in a second. All right, David. We got to let you go, so we have room in this crowded studio for the next people. But thank you so much for getting with us, man. Hey, no problem. Anytime. Thank you so much, guys. Have fun, David. Good night. All right, enough already. I'm coming. Uh, hello? Hi. My name's Brad Majors. Uh, this is my fiance, Janet Weiss. I wonder if you might help us. You see, our car broke down a few miles up the road. Your phone we might use? I think perhaps you better both come inside. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 70 of the Universal Family Podcast. Don't forget to add and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was recorded in our basement. Our show music is by Spencer Elliott. You can hear more from Spencer and purchase his music at spencerelliott.net. You can also contact us by visiting ufpodcast.com. Follow us on social media at Universal Family Podcast. 